Hey guys, I just wanted to take a minute to make sure you guys have heard about Riverside Wine and Spirits. And sure, they sponsor the show, but they're straight up my favorite spot in town to pick up my booze. And I honestly believe that. If I didn't, I wouldn't have them sponsoring the show. I practice what I preach, people. But anyway, they've got everything you need for upcoming parties, dinner parties, just dinners, uh, get-togethers, or what have you, dates even. And uh, they also recently updated their website. So now you can go to their website and see exactly which taps and which kegs they have in stock at any given moment. It's a really neat website. It's a beautiful new design that they've got going on. So whoever did that, kudos to you. It's a great new-looking website. But... Uh, but yeah, so I just wanted to take a minute, make sure you guys know about that. They also have plenty of wine. They've also got plenty of spirits. And if it's within their distribution network, they don't have a problem special ordering something for you or try, or at least trying to locate it for you where you can get it. So anyway, just wanted to take a minute before we start the show to make sure you guys know about that. And you can check them out in cyberspace at riversidewine.com and in reality at 600 Manufacturers Road right here in Chattanooga. Here we are, guys. We have done it. You know, and what are we talking about? Episode 100. That's what the fuck I'm talking about. We're excited about it. It's not that big of a deal. It's just three digits. Just the Centurion. Just means that we've been devoted to the science that is drinking beer. But uh, here to celebrate it with us, we've got Kate Robertson from thoughtandahalf.com. It's a local Southern lifestyle and food blog. Plus, she's a good friend of the show. She helped us out a little bit at Southern Brewers Fest. Southern, yeah, I said that right. I have to, it's a tongue twister. I have to watch myself out on that one. But anyway, yeah, so Kate Robertson's joining us this week. And she uh, she brought some beers from her homeland of North Carolina. Some beer We did a North Carolina beer episode a couple weeks ago. Well, it's probably, I, I feel like it was back in the 70s. You know, I can say that now. We've done so many episodes. I, I get all lost up in my head. Uh, but yeah, so she joined us... Uh, she joins us again and brings some North Carolina beers to tack on to our North Carolina episode. So this is another North Carolina episode where we actually get beers that you can't get here in Tennessee. So that's good. She also brought us some delicious chocolate chip cookie brownie things. Uh, I think that's what it was. Yeah, she's listening to this right now and shouting at her screen. But either way, yeah, she brought some good stuff. Also, remember to go to athoughtandahalf.com, check out her stuff, and also remember to check out Riverside Wine and Spirits. And don't forget about their Growler promo, which is every Friday, 4 to 6, where they've got a uh, wrap from brewery. They've got a brewery down there on tap. Get your Growlers filled, get deals on said Growler fills, and learn a little bit of something about the beer from the people slinging it. So yeah, get down there Friday afternoon, 4 to 6. And then they also have a wine tasting on Saturday, but I don't care about that. You guys may, though. Uh, but yeah, so without further ado, hold on to your butts. Here's episode 100 of the Brew Chat Podcast. this sound this is looks like it's okay yeah okay okay i just gotta turn like batman i just gotta remember that we'll see how that's we'll okay how that's so 
I think we're good to go. Is my quality like shit, or from what you guys hear? I mean, I'll right. fix a little in post. Well, I guess for it's those, in and out. I guess for those listening, uh, long story short, we're down a mic, so I had to improv using a different style of mic than what everybody else is using. But you should, if you're gonna be, if you're gonna be doing that, you should have headphones so that you yeah. can hear mm. when you're going. In yeah, and that's true. Okay. I operate just that, just fine without headphones. Fine, just fine. Fine, just fine. There we go. Daisy won't see you. Now I'm like. The girl who sits next to me at work controller. will just randomly like meow throughout the day. And every time she does it, I turn around. And I'm like, where is the cat in here? And I'm like, oh, wait, she's sitting right next to me. What's weird is Crazy when Rachel. I'm, uh, I was about to say. Who remember her? Mm-hmm. What's weird is when I'm editing these podcasts and then uh, she'll have meowed in the background at some point and I hear it, but I think it's her. <laughs> she doesn't react to it, though, which I think is weird. Because she reacts to other cats meowing on TV. Mm. I guess she knows own. what her own voice is, but yeah. that, that'd be strange. It'd be, it takes a super weird amount of self-awareness that an animal, I don't think a cat possesses, but maybe, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I say underestimate that, how smart cats are. My cat's a damn genius. Well, they say the, uh, the only like self-aware animals are like us, obviously, but elephants are self-aware. I think dolphins. And I, like, I want to say are. dolphins. I don't even think chimpanzees are. I think they're finding out that, like, octopi are smarter than <laughs> everyone thought. Yeah. Well, you have to Do like, we still go with octopi or is it octopuses again? O- I feel like octopuses, it's changed. I like that. All right. We'll stick with They're octopuses. super fucking smart. Yeah. Brew chat standard. They get bored. Like, that's. Yeah, you have to yeah. give them toys and stuff. They have, like, you have learning to switch their toys and stuff. Yeah. They get, yeah, they do get bored. Apparently, the one at the aquarium gets out of the cage, or it used to a lot. Somebody that was down there told me it used to get out of the yeah, cage it would a lot. Yeah, escape and stuff. Yeah. And kill people. Uh, so anyway, we've got Kate here with us. Hi. Hi. Yeah. Hi, Kate. She's back with us. She sure. helped us down at Southern Brewers Fest, which that footage is going to be going up soon. So Woo. everybody will be seeing all that. But uh, you are from North Carolina? Yep, originally yeah. from North Carolina. So as such, uh, it's our 100th episode, which is awesome. But Woo. uh, Woohoo. Yeah. We did it. Triple digits. That, we have. Enough to drink. <laughs> you brought back some uh, North Carolina beers for us. Yes, I brought yeah. back some non-Asheville North Carolina beers. As good as Asheville what? beers are, um, I wanted to switch it up a little bit, and I brought back my favorite beer ever made, which happens to come from North Carolina, and a couple of other really good beers picked out by me and my dad, because my dad has a really good taste in craft beer. Um, so yeah, super excited to let y'all taste them and see what I drink when I go home. Let's I'm stoked. Yeah. All right, sweet. You said we had to start with uh, the Red Oak. Yes, Red Oak is what we have to start with. This is my favorite beer ever made. Uh, it is a very small brewery in Whitsitt, North Carolina, which is in Guilford County. And they make only a handful of beers. And the only two that they bottle and sell are this Red Oak uh, Bavarian Lager. And they have a Humminbird Lager. And they're both very good, but I brought back the Bavarian Amber Lager, and that's what we are going to be tasting first. All right. And it is not pasteurized, so it has to Uh. stay cold, which is a trick with traveling with this. But I made it work because you do crazy things when you love something. (laughs) It's like transporting a kidney, which if you drink enough of these, you (laughs) can do. Yeah. (laughs) 
Let's see. Flavor text here. Oh, good. Brewed according to the 1516 Reinheitsgebot purity law. Uh, only Bavarian malted barley, noble hops, and lager yeast. Uh, brewed. It says pure with an ellipsis right next to any of these, but brewed without any of the 400 additives and preservatives allowed in U.S. beers. Bavarian amber lager unfiltered and unpasteurized for a rich, smooth taste. All right. It's got a nice color. It's definitely amber. I'd say almost red. See, is this still... Orange, red, orange. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'm trying this thing. It's like the color of this microphone. Smells nice. Mm. Wrong one. Malty. Oh, oh. It's super malty when you smell it. Yeah. Yeah. And when you drink it. Ooh. That's good, though. That is good. That is refreshing. Yeah. Oh, it's super crisp. I wouldn't. I was not expecting that crispness. It's pure. It is. I could drink this for a while and not get tired of it. We've talked about the Reinheitsgebot purity law in here before, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, I believe I we have. So. All right. Just yeah, that was sure. one of the... Uh, First things we talked about, I believe. Like, okay. Well, it's important. Yeah, I think I think it was Brian that introduced us to that. Mm-mm. Yeah. No Maybe. way. Maybe. I don't know. No way. Maybe Cause, he didn't. Because when I was working at, when we were working at GB, they had, they had to follow the Reinheitsgebot purity law. So we mm-hmm. would have already known about that. Maybe not. Maybe, I remember. But, maybe we I mean, didn't he knows, talk about he it. He knows about it, but I've. No. Well, it's, I mean, it's been a hundred episodes. Yeah. Yeah. So, right? It's uh, hard to keep track. Yeah. It's hard to keep it, track. It gets but, hard. Basically, Reinheitsgebot means that there's the four ingredients, water hops, malt, and yeast. And yeast. Yeah. And um, they don't have, like, lemon peel or, you know, blood orange or cocoa coriander or coriander or anything. Yeah. It's just those four ingredients. And a lot of times uh, it can sort of get bogged down because it's only those four things. So it's not a huge variety, it would seem. You can obviously get a huge variety with those four things, but if you have the same ones over and over in the same brewery, you kind of get sick of them. Mm-hmm. And they end up start t- starting to taste the same. But this one, this is really good. Like you were saying, it's really crisp. It's got a nice malty nose. It has a beautiful color. And, uh, yeah, no, it's a good beer. So a couple fun notes on Red Oak. Uh, they have a very, very limited bottling distribution in North Carolina. For a while... It was only available to purchase in, like, grocery stores and liquor stores in, like, three counties. And now they've expanded to a couple more. And one of those is the county that my parents live in now. And my dad discovered that he can now get cases of Red Oak at his local grocery store. And that makes him very happy. And that makes me very happy because we don't have to drive an hour to go get it. (laughs) Nice. Um, That's a really good beer. Yeah. uh, They also only sell it in 12 packs, which is a blessing and a curse. Um, more of a blessing though. And the Red Oak Brewery was like two exits down the highway from where I lived when I was in grad school. And I never, I drove by it like three times a week and I never once went and I hate myself for it. (laughs) But I buy plenty of their beer at the Food Lion in my parents' town. So still contributing to it and it's wonderful. And yeah. This is my all-time favorite beer. And yeah, it's have you ever had it on now. draft? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of the restaurants, it has a wider, like, draft and restaurant distribution than, mm-hmm. like, bottling distribution. Um, 
so I get this or Natty Greens, which is another beer that I have in here oh, okay. um, on draft whenever I'm in North Carolina. Cool. Mm. Should we bust open the Natty Greens? Yeah, let's go with that Natty Greens. Oh, dealer's choice is that the so one we go I brought, next? So I brought two Natty Greens. One is the Mount Mitchell Single Hop IPA. And the other one is the Lexington Smoked Spring IPA brewed with peaches. Mm. Is it smoked, as the title implies? I don't know. Let's see if the bottle says. Um, I'm actually not a huge IPA person, but this has says it has peaches in it, and I love peaches, so I am game to try this. Um, smoked peaches sounds pretty good. Mm-hmm. I like any beer with smoked stuff in it. It says water, malted barley, hops, yeast, and peaches. That is not part of the Reinheitsgebot. And I don't see any other flavor text on it. So guess we're just going to have to taste it and see if it tastes smoky. If we have to. All right. Uh, It's a (laughs) 6.8. Oh, my. All right. So it's quite good. Oh, you got it. You got it. There we go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, sorry. I struggled a little bit getting that bottle open. Um, I'm going to finish this off. I remember my first beer. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I, I'm not good at pouring beer, so one of y'all can do this. Uh, so Natty Greens is based in Greensboro, North Carolina, and they have a little bit wider distribution, and they have a bunch of different beers um, so they have these two IPAs that I brought. They have a Southern Session IPA that's very good. Uh, they have a wit beer that is really good, and I'm blanking on the name of it. Wildflower wit beer, maybe? Something like that. And then my favorite Natty Greens is uh, their Buckshot Ale, which kind of tastes similar to the Red Oak we had, but it's a little bit more, like, ale rather than lager-y. Okay. All right. I smell some peaches in here. Oh. Oh, I smell the peach. It's a little danky, too. It is. Dank. Yeah, it's a little bit danky. Ooh, it is kind of smoky. Oh. Uh-oh. Oh, <laughs> the finish. Mm. Oh, this is odd, but in in all the right ways. <laughs> I wish Ooh. all y'all could see Alan's face right now. <laughs> That's super weird. That is. It's, mm. it's everything the title implies. It's like an IPA, and yet peachy. And yet at the end, smoky. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's kind of colored like a peach, too. Yeah, it is kind of I don't get peaches on the nose, though. Or smokiness, really. I get like a real dank. I get peach on the nose. I get a dankiness. I I get dank smokiness on the nose. And that smokiness lingers. Mm -hmm. It hangs around. I'm glad that we can be 100 episodes in and have a beer that uh, averaging at least three beers an episode or more sometimes. Mm -hmm. Then there's the bonus episodes. Then there's things like (laughs) the Southern Brewers Fest. Anyway, to be this deep into brew chat and not counting my own extracurricular drinking, (laughs) I've never had anything like this one. Extracurricular drinking. I'm going to have to incorporate (laughs) that into my vernacular. No, this beer is super complicated. It's like... Yeah, but nothing's know, getting lost in it. It fucking microphone. It's driving me crazy. Like, I'm just trying to get to where I can talk normally and not... I, okay, I, I feel... Okay, here we go. We're good. 
We're good now? Yeah, I think Are we're we? good. Are we good? Yeah, I think. I was trying to make it where it's not peaking when I get excited. <laughs> Giggity. Because this thing, <laughs> it's like normally I can move the mic away and be very conscious of it. That's like true. If I know now you have about to, to But the mic's yeah. fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't like this. Like the idea of a wireless, this is where the wireless aspect is working great. I'll definitely, Okay. we're definitely going to keep using the wireless mic situation. That's solid, but not with these. Okay. Yeah, fuck the boy band microphone. Yeah, fuck the boy band microphone. I will forever have a soft bye, spot. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> I'll forever have a soft spot for boy bands in my heart. Yeah, but not their microphones. Not Were you team Backstreet or team NSYNC? Ooh, team Backstreet. Good. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I was actually listening to Backstreet Boys at work today. I was using it as inspiration for a project. What was it? Brian, Howie, AJ. Uh, There's that fucked up blonde one. You can do one. this. Uh, <laughs> his brother's Aaron Carter. Nick Carter. Nick, Nick Carter. And then there was, uh, I said Kevin already, right? I don't think no. you did. Let's see. Brian, Kevin, <laughs> AJ, Nick Carter. And Kevin. And Howie. Howie. Oh, yep. yeah. Howie. Yeah. And then That's NSYNC them. was like Joey Fatone and the Lachey's. And I always loved no, the Lachey's were 98 degrees. Oh, 98 degrees. Joey. I wasn't of course. A, <laughs> I wasn't a 98 degrees fan, obviously. No, they were like the Dollar General of boy bands. Yeah. Yeah. They they had they a were couple like the of One Direction of boy bands. No, that. don't talk shit about One Direction. <laughs> don't get me there. <laughs> what has One Direction done though? God damn. Broke up. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> Low key, I haven't liked any of their solo projects. Neither way. It's not low key anymore. Mm-hmm. No, it's sorry. on record now. Mm-hmm. Eh, whatever. <laughs> They're famous musicians. They're used to criticism. Fair enough. That one Word's finally got a haircut. Harry Styles, <laughs> Maybe he'll get a job God. now. Yeah, he got that <laughs> Ooh. He had that, like, Russell Brand look going for a while, and it just wasn't oh. good. I was like, Harry, what are you doing? That's like, a, cut. Being Harry. That's not a good look on Russell Brand. <laughs> I was going to say, the Russell Brand look isn't a good look on Russell yeah. Brand. <laughs> but he how, had how Katy else? Perry, just, and he lost it. But Joined how the Black else Rose. would he look, though? That's the thing is, I've seen pictures of him when he were, he was younger, with like short hair and shit, that's his best look. Ew. That's, yeah. Yeah, that's gross. I don't know how you get married to Katy Perry and fuck that up. Because she's insane. Insanely Gosh. hot. She <laughs> I also think he's like a sex addict. Yeah. And I just think she wouldn't put out as much as he wanted. That's my theory. I don't know. That's your theory for everything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it can. I forget which comedian it was, but. That was your I agree with him. There was a comedian uh, at some point. I mean, a million people have made this, but it's like a lot of wars have been just started over somebody not putting out. That was your theory over who the director for Star Wars Episode Nine was going to be. <laughs> I don't know, but I hope they put out enough. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, it's, yeah. That's a good principle to go on. Well, speaking of that, though, like J.J. Abrams today, it was announced. That's right. Yeah. He's back. He's back. Yeah. He's striking back. To make. Okay, that was bad. Uh, okay. I'm sorry. There's been worse coming out of coming out of this yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, we've had worse. Oh, come on, I've done worse. You haven't seen all the movies, said. right? I've seen one through six and Rogue One. I have okay. not seen The Force Awakens. Oh, okay. okay. And I know I'm super behind on it. But you've I've, seen Episode Four. 
Yes. So you've pretty much seen That's it. the real Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've seen the important Star Wars. Yeah. Which is four, five, and six. Mm-hmm. My thing, I'm a fan of J.J. being back, though, just because, like, I mean, yeah, it was definitely a rehash of episode four, but I still enjoyed it, and it looked great. Yeah. He uh, made, he did make decisions. It was, it was the little things about that movie that I think were better instead of, like, the movie as a whole. Like, like the lightsabers actually glowing and, like, casting an ambient light. Like, it's been six movies, and no one really thought of that. Yeah. So, like, I'll give that to him is that they're fighting and I'm like, the lightsabers seem infinitely more real now because it's yeah. like using a giant blue and red, like, What's fluorescent tube. I didn't tube. even know I was missing. Exactly. You like, know? that's what like, I'm saying. Holy yeah. shit, the lightsabers look so much better. Yeah, and, like, Kylo Ren, like, holding a laser in place. Like, that was fucking cool. Yeah, that was fucking cool. My friend's dog is named Kylo Ren after that character. Mm. <laughs> that dog's badass, too. That dog's going to run away. Mm-hmm. No. <laughs> if you're naming the dog Kylo Ren, it's it's, de- it's yeah. gonna get about like a quarter of the way through its life, and then it's just gonna run away and join an evil gang of street dogs. And then it'll and come back and kill your friend. Yep. No. And not look a thing like its parents. Like yep. not even a <laughs> yeah, right? As if the casting had nothing to do with look even trying to look like oh, the other got actors. A big nose. <laughs> Neither Harrison but, Ford but nor neither, Carrie. Harrison yeah. Ford's kind of. Oh, Carrie Fisher. I know. Dude, no. I wish they would do a. God, I want them to. I want them to start making original trilogy movies again, like side adventures with Luke and everybody, and just they could recast those characters. Like you've got the, guy I don't that plays know. the Winter Soldier. He looks just like Mark, a young Mark. Yeah, Cole. yeah, I've seen like, the uh, the Photoshop uh, face morph thing. Like, and he does. It looks. You have to like spot the differences. I mean, yeah, there, there's always going to be hump and recasting, having to get over that and be like, okay, it's somebody new. But I, with enough people on the fucking planet, they could scour the globe and find, find people someone that yeah. looked like all of them. To me, it's always going to be the what would have had, what would these movies have been like if uh, Carrie Fisher hadn't died? Like, there's a version of this trilogy out there. I'm really wondering how they're going to handle that. Like if they're gonna I think we said on another one of our other 99 episodes. I know we talked about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we I know we talked about not wanting to be the person who has to make the decision of. Do we do we like kill off Princess Leia? Do we sort of like write her out? Uh, do we recast? Hologram. Yeah, do we recast? Hologram. Is it holograms? Like, there's no good way to uh, whatever the decision is. There's no one that's going to make everyone happy, and it's not a good spot mm-hmm. to be in to be like, how do we handle this actress's death? Especially someone as prolific as Carrie Fisher playing a character as prolific as Princess Leia. It's, yeah, it's, I lost two women that I loved. Debbie Reynolds and Carrie Fisher. No. Carrie Fisher. No, Carrie, Fisher. <laughs> Carrie Fisher. The ads. It's true. Yeah. There's, there's no like good way to love. solve that issue. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but there's a version out there. I mean, they had... Yeah, the original, yeah. Between the way Marvel plans stuff, like, 20 years in the future, mm-hmm. and they acquired Star Wars, and, you know, of course, probably planned everything out to naming every single background character who shows up for a third of a second. So there, there's a version out there of this trilogy where she's in it, like the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Well, and probably was, uh, well, it makes me wonder if, like, yeah, because you're right. There is definitely an original story because they didn't plan on her just dying. That's what I'm saying, yeah. And it makes me wonder if they had initially planned on killing her off mm-hmm. or if she had some bigger role to play 
in episode nine coming up. Well, that's, that's what I'm saying is like the way they did it. Like, I don't think they filmed a solid death scene or whatever. Yeah. Cause then it wouldn't be, or, or they did. They, I, and I, I don't necessarily believe this. She was always planned to eat it in this movie. So they have filmed everything they ever needed mm-hmm. and she's got a magnificent death scene and she was never going to be in, you know, well, I mean, nine. it could be a death scene like Bail Organa dying on Alderaan. <laughs> yeah. You know? Just, like, yeah. That's true. Yeah. Like, just show her ship flying, like, show her getting on a ship and then that ship flying to Alderaan and, mm-hmm. or the Alderaan equivalent yeah. and then boom. But, uh, Do you yeah, think, it's like, I don't think they'll kill her now just because of that. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, though. Do you think that when they're making movies like that with older actors that they have to plan for that sort of thing? Like if, for example, Stan It's kind of morbid. Well, yeah, but, it is, I, mean, but it's, I mean, it's realistic. And it's business. Yeah. Like, like if what, Stan like, the business. Like every, uh, like, just for example, I don't mean to interrupt you, but just, I mean, this is kind of morbid, but it's how it exists. At every newspaper, every major newspaper around the planet, every news station, they already have obituaries typed up for every public figure. Mm-hmm. Even if they're not, even if they're in good health, it's like if they drop dead tomorrow, they've got an obituary ready to go. That they can just run. And it's like, so it's like that. So, yeah, I would, yeah. Yeah, I would say that they've got something. Yeah, I mean, you get, you got an old actor or, yeah, or someone like, in a movie, and you it, they're, you know, mid-90s or something. Yeah. And you're like, man, this, this person could go at any time. Mm-hmm. Like, we need to have a backup plan in case something happens. Like, okay, well, we can film this scene first. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if they do die, like, we can at least use that. They when filmed uh, they plenty of Stan Lee's cameos. I know we yeah. were talking about him. Um, yeah. They filmed a bunch of his in advance already. Shit, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's not even that he's necessarily going to die, but he's 95 and isn't going to, like, fly out to whatever studio. Speaking of, I have his autograph now. Fuck yeah. Yeah, it's on my Lego set along with Mike McCone, who's yeah. the um, Spider-Man artist. And Where'd you go, Dragon Con? I went to Wizard World in Nashville, oh. and I will plug the the Untitled Nerd Network because I keep winning their contests. <laughs> um, I don't know if I want to plug them because I don't want other people to enter the contests because I want to keep winning. But uh, yeah, no, they sent me and Heather, my girlfriend, to Wizard World in Nashville. Two all weekend passes. It was amazing. Hotel and everything? Or? No, 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 no. Yeah, no. Okay. I, we got an Airbnb, yeah. but Airbnb was great. Yeah. Rachel and Eric, thank you. Um, and, uh, yeah, no, they, we met them there, and they were having another drawing, so we both entered, and I got an email yesterday being like, hey, you want a $50 Amazon gift card? So thanks, Untitled Nerd Network and all you guys. That's almost enough money for a full Lego set. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> huh. Yeah. Well, my Lego set now has two autographs on it. So. Yeah, no, that's yeah. fucking sweet. It's, uh, by the way, it's because no one here, I don't have it here with me, but it's the uh, it's the scene from Spider-Man 2 with Spider-Man fighting Dr. Octopus on the train. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you ever told the story how you got that in any of our other 99 episodes? I don't know, episodes? have I? I don't know. I, don't is it, so. I mean, is it a story outside we of just like a... you went to the store? and? Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. no, um... And it has like a follow-up too. Okay. So, yeah. And now it has a regale us. Yeah. So. Now it has like an epilogue. So, um, we prologue. Mm-hmm. We always back in Rockville. We would go to the Baltimore Comic Con. We went a few years in a row, I think. Mm-hmm. And um, we we tried pitching our cartoon there and all that stuff. But uh, I found a Lego set, and it was thirty bucks, and it was a discontinued set, and it was the one I'm talking about. 
And so I was like, you know what? Fine. I brought a couple extra bucks. So I'll pick it up and I'll walk around with it. Can't it wait starts, to build it. Yeah. Can't wait to build it. It's going to be awesome. I've, uh, you know, I've wanted this one or whatever. And uh, it's pouring outside, by the way, because every time we went to one of these, I'm pretty sure it rained. And so I'm, I'm outside. I got my umbrella. I got my stuff. And I see these two people walking and they don't have an umbrella. So I'm like, hey, you guys want to you know, share my umbrella? And he's like, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll trade you art for it. And I was like, what? Huh? He's like, you don't know who I am. I have my VIP pass and everything on. And I'm like, no, nah, man, I'm sorry. <laughs> and he was like, we were newer to the comics. Like, yeah, world yeah, at this is, point. yeah, yeah, we're pretty new to this. So uh, he's like, I'm Mike McCone. And I'm like, oh, shit, <laughs> you don't say. And he's like, yeah, well, I mean, I see your Spider-Man set there and I am the artist for Spider-Man. And I was like, oh, shit. Well, um, you can use my, he was like, I'll, I'll sign your box or whatever. Do you whatever. want my shoes <laughs> and shirts? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was like, I'll sign your box if you let me use your umbrella till we get to that other door over there. And I was like, sure, no problem. And so he signed my box for me. And uh, so I had it and I told everybody the story and I came back. And now you can't build it. Well, no, no, I can't build it. But there's more to that story. Oh, yeah, of course. Now I can't build it. Yeah, but, but I mean, still, oh, I, mean I was no, like, that's fuck, cool, yeah, that's yeah. fine. Now I have this. So, um. <laughs> But the next year we went back and he was there again doing art. And I went over and I was like, Mike, my motherfucking cone. <laughs> and, and, and he was like, I know you. And I was like, yeah, man, you signed my Lego box. And he was like, you're that guy. I tell, I tell people about you. Aww. He was like, I tell that story to all my friends and like everyone I meet about the guy who I like loaned me his umbrella in the rain and I signed his box. Aww. So yeah, I know, right? And that box now also has Stan Lee's signature, Fuck. like super fucking big Fuck right yeah. in the middle. Yeah. Nice. They propped him up, stuck like a, a hand up his back and, you know, had had a little string making his arm move while he was signing <laughs> the thing. So he was a marionette. He yeah, was like much. Weekend at Bernie's was, from what Yeah, Weekend at Bernie's. He had his old old man sunglasses on. And, but uh, he did smile. I saw him smile a couple times. And uh, I did ask your question, Alan. Thank you. Yeah. About what the, was the question? That's... Have I ranted about my my Stanley Comic Con experience? Oh no! What have I started? I, so I don't think. So. Okay, now Maybe. this. So, either so, way. So yeah. real quick, real quick. Let me finish, yeah, finish this your off. thing. So, uh, so I, I hand him the box, and uh, I'm I'm dressed up as Doctor Strange because I've been milking that outfit because I have a cape for it. And oh, it's a great. So. Yeah, it's a and um, outfit. Uh, hence the hence the weird looking facial hair right now. But um, you should just shave so the uh, soul patch off, so you just can rock like a solid, well, was, trashy handlebar <laughs> for a couple days. I was a thinking, Fu Manchu. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking of doing Rachel Ghoul because uh, with my hair is a little bit longer, it kind of like sticks out sometimes. Yeah, and uh, with the the Doctor Strange hairspray in it, mm-hmm. it actually kind of had that. So if I just cut and left this bit right here, just like from the side of my mouth down. And got rid of the mustache, got rid of the soul patch. That's the yeah. racial ghoul. But I have to, I have to grow that out a little more. Anyway, yeah, just yeah, um, you got to stick with like a weird facial hair. Thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Um, so I, you know, he signs my thing and hands it, it like pushes, like leans and sort of slowly pushes it across the table. <laughs> and I'm like, thank you so much. And he looks up and he smiles. And he goes, you're welcome, because he's just all, you know, this old man. That's pretty much all he can say. Oh, and. Uh, and I stepped off and I asked your question, what you're about to say. And he just sort of, he looked over at me and smiled and shook his head and went back down to signing autographs. <laughs> All right. Now, now I'm going to preface it with this is not Stan Lee's fault. In fact, he's as much of a, as a victim of this as I am. So 
Baltimore Comic Con 2007 or 8. It, it's been, I, I'll say 10 years just for simplicity. It's been 10 fucking years, <laughs> and I'm salty as fuck about this still. All right. So we're at the Comic Con. And again, like Iron Man and Je- I think Hulk, Incredible Hulk had just dropped. Yeah. Like the MCU's in its super infancy. So the Comic Con hadn't blown up to unmanageable proportions yet. So we're there. We're, you know, bright eyed and bushy tailed and getting t shirts and like cool shit. And in, you know, room whatever, there's going to be a Stan Lee QA panel. And there's a slight line. Um, Again, if it was today and you just now they charge you to even look at the guy, but mm-hmm. this was like that's true. He's here. Um, who wants to like ask Stanley questions? So we didn't have to pay anything new. We just we stood in line. They let us in, and there maybe I don't know, hundred fifty people in there, and and it's you know okay guys, uh, Stanley's up here in the front, sort of facing everyone at this table, and. Uh, we're just going to, like, everyone who has a question for him, you know, just raise their hands, and Stan Lee will just answer your questions. And I had a question. I wanted to know, um, Jared, you know, had mentioned the cartoon, and I wanted to know which... People always ask him the same questions about, like, his comics and stuff, but he, he's done, like, cameos and voiceovers in all of the old, like, cartoons and stuff uh, that were going on through the 90s. I wanted to know which cartoon he think did the best job of like capturing his vision of any character was it like the 90s spider-man cartoon that he thinks really like just got it right or you know was it the fantastic four iron man cartoon that he thought would just really hit the nail on the head of what he was going for Mm -hmm. and i I wanted to know what he thought just from from an animated perspective there was one dvd you know case you could you had to watch you could only you can only watch one more of these which one would it be and I'm sort of near the back, and, you know, of course, most of the people are there raising their hands. And person number one gets up, and they're just like, I don't really have a question for you, Stanley, but, like, you really influenced my childhood. And Spider-Man's always been my hero growing up, and great power, great responsibility, and blah, 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 blah. Uh, I just want to say thanks. And this person sits back down the audience, like, half-ass claps or something. Which, fine, fuck you, it's a Q&A panel, but you had to tell your idol how awesome he was. Like, I kind of get it. You're in the same room with this dude. Fine, but I have a question I want to ask him. Repeat this 10, 15 more times. At least. We're in there for like half an hour, right? No one, not one fucking person <laughs> asked him a question. To the point where about 20 minutes in, Stan Lee himself goes... Oh, I love, you know, hearing about this from everyone, but I got to remind you, folks, this is a Q&A panel. Does anyone have a question? And I'm just in the back going, me, I have a fucking question. And he, I, the fucking bouncers never called on me, despite the fact that I'm like falling out of my chair going, please, for the love of God, I have a real question. The rest of us even started putting yeah, our hands up. So in case he called on us, we yeah, could be like, he has a question. In there. Like Jared's got his hand up. Steve's got his hand up. Um, Will's got his hand up. Yeah. We're, we're all going nuts being like, we we're united in asking this question and they don't <laughs> come to our group. And eventually they're like, okay, everyone, that's all the time Stan has. And I'm just like, fuck, <laughs> no one asked him a question. Even Stan Lee was mad about it. So 
obviously I've let this go like a mature fucking person. <laughs> and so really? Jared's like, I got the Stan Lee package. I'm going to see him later. I basically grabbed him by the collar and threw him against him. I was like, you need to ask him the fucking question. I didn't get to ask him 10 years ago. And he's like, you can put me down. I was like, I was there with, like, I was there with you. Like I, I get it. And George was went with you too, and I was like, "You need to ask Stanley the fucking question." I couldn't ask him ten he years didn't ask ago. Shit. But he did get a free signature that motherfucker. Yeah. But I guess uh, what you were saying is he just wasn't answering questions, which kind of makes sense. They're ushering people through. Yeah. Now his autograph's worth one hundred and fifty bucks or something. One twenty. Well, sorry, one twenty. So they're ushering people through. So, like, I, I would have pinned myself to that table. I would have gotten kicked out of the con. Because I can't take it anymore. I would have been. He's he's ninety five. He's not gonna. I'm glad he's still with us. But let, like he ain't no spring not, chicken. Yeah, let's mm-hmm. not to be morbid about it. But mm-hmm. he's not going to a whole lot, a bunch more cons. Even if he this lives is, to one hundred and ten, he'll be one hundred and ten and not exactly yeah, travel they, worthy. Yeah, they're saying this is, is his he? last. This is his he's last. Like ninety five or ninety six or something. Yeah, he's like gone. I'm surprised he went there at yeah. all. Like, but anyway, uh, like I'd be like ten years ago. We were at Baltimore Comic Con, and no one asked you a question. I've been waiting a decade to ask you this question, man. I'm trying to fix the errors of a decade ago. Which cartoon did you like the most of all these Marvel ones that came out? Which animated thing was your favorite? You think he'd go on the record answering something like that? I, it, ten years ago, I, if he was like, oh, they all have their merits. This one was great. I'd be like, I plan on being like, no. Even my mom has a favorite. (laughs) (laughs) It's one of them is your you get one DVD set, man. Which which one do you want to watch again? Like, even if it's not the best. okay? like we can we can go with that bullshit of like, oh, I love them all. They all had their merits. Cool. Which one was like your favorite episode to watch? Yeah. Yeah. Which was your favorite episode of any show? And I can just say that that's the best show. Like. What what was your favorite moment working on any any or all of these animated series or whatever hand you had in that? And he didn't answer. He it didn't all. answer it. And again, I'm not necessarily blaming him this time because you said he had handlers there. Probably. Yeah. Oh like, yeah, he had like four handlers. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. One for each arm. <laughs> what did he seem? One lucid? moving his. I mean. Yeah, as much as a 95 year old, like he's he's sitting there and he he's tired. Like he's been there. Yeah. He's been he's there. been awake for twenty minutes. He just he also just got done with a panel, I think. Yeah. Uh, there was there was. It some was probably the panel same panel before. we went to, except now it costs five hundred dollars to even look at the door. Right. Ouch. No, it, they were charging. They were charging one twenty for a picture with him and one twenty for a signature up from him. So if you wanted a picture of the two of you with his signature, it's like almost two hundred fifty bucks. Shit. Yeah. Now, is but that money crazy. going in his bank account? I have no idea where that... I've always wondered about that. Maybe for Marvel in general, maybe a charity. I don't know. It there was a guy... somewhere else, because there's too many celebrities doing those, like, meet and greets. Yeah. That there's mm. no way that, that they're that selfish and vain to be like, yeah, I'm big enough now. Uh, well, it, it could be that... I bet he could get super petty like that. It could be that they're starved for cash now. Yeah. Because something that, uh, that I was a little upset to to realize while I was there is that Charisma Carpenter was there, which Who's I was that? like, oh my God, Charisma Carpenter. <laughs> Cordelia yeah. from yeah. Buffy the Vampire yeah. Slayer. Oh. Um, 
that is the only thing you will remember her from because she's she been Playboy, no, she was Cordelia from Angel. She was Cordelia from <laughs> Angel. That's correct. Um, but aside from a couple other minor things, she didn't do anything since then. And what what am I supposed to say? Like, oh my God, uh, Charisma Carpenter, I beat off to you in middle school. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what do you? I wonder how many like, times she gets great. that. You were I'm the sure super she gets hot it all one. The time. You, yeah, and she's as many times as Carrie Fisher, probably. <laughs> oh, yeah, but I mean, they've got to know. It's Carrie not like she doesn't know. It, yeah, she would joke with you about it. She joked with yeah. Daisy Ridley about it. Yeah, enjoy a whole new generation of boys beating off to you. Yeah, <laughs> right. Reminds me of the episode of Big Bang Theory where they're taking the train to like that convention or whatever, and they see. Like one of the characters from like Firefly, I think it was, and like they all take turns going up and trying to talk to her, and they all fail. Was and then she gets oh. off the train. Was it Summer Glau? Because she she was there too. Ah. <clears throat> Heather and I were about to go over and ask her why every show she touches crumbles to the ground, <laughs> uh, but we decided against it. <laughs> Gee, I wonder why. Yeah. She seems nice enough. Nothing gets her acting skills, but yeah, it's like not her acting skills, but it's like right. yeah, for real. Yeah, yeah. No, it's just it's, it's a damn shame. Yeah. I don't mind her. Whatever. Mm. The the cape. Oh, the poor cape. God, that show was bad. <laughs> you heard of this show? The cape. There's a reason. Oh, yeah, you have heard of it. Uh, there's a community episode about it, I believe. Where or, or part of oh, a season where they're like oh, talking about. The- oh. oh, actually, no. Hang on, I'm gonna take this. What? Because Dude. this is uh, one of these spam callers. Okay. <laughs> You're live on Brew Chat. That's what I thought, asshole. Nice. Oh man, I should always answer. <laughs> yeah. Like oh that. shit. That's a great idea. No, I get these stupid spam callers like trying to sell. Yeah, me about your insurance. Honda Civic or something. Yeah, my Toyota Corolla. <laughs> That's that what it was. Yeah. That's a great idea. Tanner, I think you just solved so many problems. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you're the ninth caller live on Brew Chat. You're God, live on Brew Chat. Loud. I shouldn't have done that. A little bit. Yeah. No, it actually sounds more authentic when it you did. yell it yeah, like when that. It, yeah, when it buzzed out like yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I never get spam callers, but now I kind of want one to see if that works. Yeah, I'll I'd, just I'd, go I'd, into like a real radio voice. You're live on Brew Chat. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, caller. You're live see, on Brew Chat. I've started fucking with them when they call. It's like the seven levels of despair or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. Like I went through a mode of anger. Oh, the five and, stages of yeah. grief or something. Yeah. I went through like a mode of anger and then just acceptance and all that. And now I fuck with them every time. They call. <laughs> <laughs> I, my favorite thing to do though, is the Alex Jones voice when they call, just oh, pick God. up and start yelling at them <laughs> about interstellar child molesters or, or and green goblins and shit like that. Yeah. <laughs> He, uh, My warranty is turning the fucking frogs gay. <laughs> <laughs> God, that guy cried. His latest thing today is he was saying that they're secretly poisoning Donald Trump hmm. um, to make him dumber, but his body's too strong and it's fighting back. It's because he doesn't. <laughs> Are you serious? Well, that's because he doesn't exercise, so he saved up all his energy. <laughs> oh, my God. I always forget that he believes that. Oh, that's so fucking funny. Uh that is terrible. That's science. People follow this man. <laughs> they listen People to things for. he says. Well, you just don't do nothing forever. By the time you're 80, you got all these reserves of energy. That's not how that works. I like how no. you went into, like, George W. Bush mode <laughs> talking about Donald Trump. <laughs> 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 you got to save your energy. Let me tell you 
<laughs> energy yeah. is not like money, God, guys. God, I'm combining them. I gotta stop. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm doing like the hand motions. I, I think, think it's Tanner time we combine some of these yeah. beers into these glasses. <laughs> yeah, let's do yeah, it. Yeah, let's crack up another. All right, who yeah. do we got next? All right, so I've got a couple different ones. I have another Natty Greens, which is another, it's a single hop IPA. I have a Oktoberfest from Foothills, which is in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Okay. That's the place that's got all the old shit, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, one of the first Krispy Kremes is in Winston-Salem. No, but I mean, it's got like old, old shit, right? Like, I remember when I was a kid, my parents, I mean, I was probably like eight or nine, way too young to care about history museums and shit. And they took us on some tour of some old town, like uh, Williamsburg, Virginia. Like Old Salem, probably? Maybe, yeah. Sounds about right. Where they had the witch trials and all that jazz. Is that where, yeah. No, that, that would be Salem, Massachusetts. Yeah, Massachusetts, you're right. Okay, That's yeah. right. You're right. Um, fun fact, Wake Forest University is in Winston-Salem. Um, is that the place with the lot? The what? The what? Like Salem's Lot. Salem's Lot. No, no I, that was that a small was... New England town where weird things start happening. Okay. Yeah. Yes. See every Stephen King. Winston book. Salem <laughs> is like the cigarettes. Yeah. And Salem's Lot was short for Jerusalem's Lot. It's just the. I did not Jeru- know. Was the, oh, yeah. I read the book. Jerusalem. Yeah. I read the book. No big deal. I read the book. Okay. So I've got the Oktoberfest. I have a Jade IPA also by Foothills. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a blonde ale, or Go no, on. not a blonde ale, a pale ale from Carolina Brewing Company in... Oh, CBC. <laughs> yeah, In right. this, trying to think of where in North Carolina this is. Holly Springs, North Carolina. Don't really know where that is. And I have the Carolina Blonde Cream Ale. Ooh. This is, oh, it has flavor text. Ooh. Smooth as a summer day, That's Carolina Blonde that. is the beach in a bottle. Two-row barley and a mellow hint of wheat complement the subtle flavoring of German noble hops to create the quintessential cream ale. Need a vacation? Have a blonde. Mm. Well, I think yeah, that's I the think, one yeah. we should uh, crack yes. over. Yeah, let's since all right, let's text. see where this one's from. I feel like I should know this. North Carolina? Well, oh, this is from Foothill, so it's Winston-Salem, too. All right. All, all right. right. All the Winston-Salem cool. beers. Also, the only one tonight with a gold cap. Yeah, I saw Which that. definitely, you know, means a lot for the flavor profile. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we, this, there's this other Carol, Carolina Brewing Company right here from Holly Springs. And there is a Carolina Brewing Company in Chapel Hill, which huh. I have a beer in a can right here. Oh. Um, and they were at. Bastard. Um. They were at Southern Brewers Festival two years ago. Maybe they were there last year. I don't remember. But definitely two years ago because I had their sky blue golden ale. Oh, I've had that one. And yeah. they had another one that was really good. But the sky blue ale is really good. And I have a soft spot for Chapel Hill because half my family went to UNC. And I grew up going to UNC games and stuff. So My brother's done a lot of shit with Chapel Hill. I don't know what exactly. but Legal shit? Maybe legal shit. I know he's visited there a lot. Yeah. Yeah, we try to go to a basketball game every year when I'm home at Christmas because they always have one that's like a few days after. And now that my parents live like hour and a half from Chapel Hill, we can just go over. I need some that does taste like a quintessential cream ale. Nice. Uh, not as semi- thick as I anticipated. No, they're not usually too thick. Uh it's sort of opaque, nice yeah. light straw color, straw gold color. 
Like a blonde. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's... It's pretty mild. A little, a little citrusy. Mm-hmm. I'm a copywriter by profession, and I would love to have the job of writing the flavor text for beers. Like, I want that job as a copywriter. I do, too, and I want it to be known that I just get, like, ripped on each beer before I write it. Like, <laughs> but, like this dude... Mark pending. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're working nice. on it. Yeah. Like, this dude drank, you know, his weight in Carolina Blonde before writing the description for it. <laughs> yeah. No, I... I would love to get a hold of somebody that designs. And I'm not talking somebody who has designed beer labels. But I know, I mean, there's so many beers out there that I know that there's somebody whose job, I mean, especially somebody like Ballast Point, like that guy that right. Stephanie was telling us about. Yeah. He's a surfer bro. Mm-hmm. Like broke the his painter arm. dude. Yeah, yeah. He's, a, he's not even a graphic designer. He's like a painter. All of Ballast Point stuff, yeah. And uh, just talk to somebody like that whose entire job is to just be like, well, yeah, Carolina Blonde, I picture kind of a lighthouse. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's, I just realized that it's talking about, like, beachy and the summer beer, and North Carolina is known for its lighthouses up and down the coast, so mm-hmm. I like I didn't it. Know they were known for their lighthouses. Yeah, they um, are. Cape Hatteras, Ocracoke, all those, they're famous. Hmm. Kitty Hawks, where the Wright, Blutter, Wright Art- Brothers flew their stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Outer got Banks, all sorts of, Head. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Kitty Hawk. Kitty Hawk. Kitty Hawk. I guess Kill Devil Hills. Yeah, yeah the, Kill Devil Hills. Because I've heard of the plane that's named the Kitty Hawk. I guess that's where the name comes from. Probably. Yeah. Huh. I grew up going to the beach on the southern North Carolina coast. Are lighthouses mm. still prevalent? Like, I know they exist, but are... They still they, used? I, yeah, are they still used? Because used to, it was like, they were there, so mm. people from the ship be like, we need to go that way. <laughs> yeah, or that's where the rocks are. Up on the yeah. Rocks. yeah. So it's like well, the I mean, modern it GPS just, techniques. And yeah, it's like, do, do they use lighthouses anymore? I'm sure they use them, if nothing else, just for the spectacle, probably. Like sometimes, yeah. like I imagine all the tourists are there. So at nighttime, they're like, crank this sucker up. Show them what a lighthouse does. Now, the question, <laughs> the question is, like, is like old lighthouse keeper still a profession? Like, yeah. Is there still like a salty looking sea captain? Yeah, I've got to go. Yeah, there's never a young lighthouse keeper, no, but like no. some old dude who's like, it's my job to make sure this thing lights up every night. <laughs> Yar. <laughs> <laughs> About 10 years ago, I think. Um, maybe not quite 10 years ago, but my family and another family did a vacation down at St. Simon's Island and they have a big lighthouse there. And. There was a story that like the lighthouse was haunted or whatever, and you could like walk up to the top and take pictures and you know see the panoramic view of everything. So of course we took all the like two hundred and some steps that spiral up the lighthouse mm-hmm. and got up there. And as uh, one of my friends that I used to know um, went with my family, and the two of us were like walking down, and of course you get dizzy going down, and one of the other family's daughters, who was probably like nine or ten at the time, she was messing with us, so she'd stand at the top and go, ooh, and make like ghost noises, and it echoed real well, so we'd all like freak out and scream and then like sprint down the stairs. (laughs) Fun with lighthouses. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm a very slow drinker tonight. No, we got we got a yeah, lot there, of pace in my stuff. There myself. are still at least four beers to try. Five, in fact, because there's the five. can. Oh, the can, yeah, at least five beers to try. And, and then, then there's that other have, bomber. <laughs> there's there's another bomber. So there's the one bomber. 
That's not no. No, the oh. big one right this next one? to it. Oh yeah, oh. I tried tried some of that one. Yeah, I have no, some. No, I that. haven't tried this one yet. That's the Val de Val de B. Yeah. Okay. I don't. Was that one Val of yours? Val No. It looks. <clears throat> oh, I this guess not because it's a product of a Belgium. A blonde Belgian Abbey ale. Ooh. Uh, I guess since twelve sixteen, it says Anno twelve sixteen, six percent ABV. This authentic Abbey ale is based on the recipe perfected centuries ago by the monks of Abbey du Valdu. Abbey du Valdu. Like du, like mon dieu. Sounds French. Like the Abbey of Valdu. The Valley of the Gods? I don't know. Something like that. Don't ask me. Not uh, my language. I won't. Yeah, Abbey Valdu Blonde. It's not bad. You've been, we've been we've been drinking it a little bit. It's not one of the ones that uh, from North Carolina, definitely, but um, it's pretty good. <clears throat> Tanner, have you tried the uh, the Valdez? I've tried you the Valdez. Yeah. You, you had the Valdez. It's like uh, the it's a lot like this uh, cream ale, but you know the next step in, yeah, Ooh. sort of, <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. It's a little stronger. It's got a little, little. It's got a little more of a bite to it. A little Wait, more body. So this one. That's the. We were just talking about the, the Valdu. The Valdu. This one. Say, am I still uh, coming in here? Yeah, I'm coming in. All right. Maybe. All right. We're back. I've moved the mic, so it's like all done for now. Okay, I think we're good. We're Valdu. good. Still turning like Batman a little bit. Yeah. Anyway, the Valdu. <laughs> oh no! This was the one. So uh, since we had you on tonight, mm-hmm. you were bringing this is part of our state series, North Carolina beers, because we weren't able to get North Carolina beers before. So you brought us some fancy ones that we weren't able to get. So Riverside yep. gave us just kind of, I went down there and picked out uh, beers that we just, I know you like nitros, I know you like reds, I like blondes. Yeah. So this is the one I picked out, which is the Valdia. Um yeah, it's just a blonde uh, Belgian Abbey Ale from 2016. The beer's not from 2016. The brewery is. 1216. 1216, yeah. Um, yeah, that's what we were saying. Yeah, it's for yeah, centuries. Yeah, I like it. I mean, it's yeah, just it's easy to good. drink. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we saw it there. We're like, hey, this is open. Let's drink it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, what else? Uh, uh, we we have that's, from. Yeah, we have a ton more. We, we still only have, have five more. Yeah, we have at least five more, because oh, then yeah. there's there's those ones over there that also were from Riverside. Oh boy. Week. And then there's that other one that I brought the uh, the Baba Black Lager by. Uh, well, I mean, I never decreed that we had to ever talk about every beer we had. No, I but like, we got to do at least the North yeah, Carolina beers. Yeah, we, yeah, got, we do got to do all that. That's the, priority. Yeah. Yes. All right. Who's Let's next? I'm Snapchatting your cat. Hang on. <clears throat> all right. <laughs> I guess I guess I'll read about the beer. Go for it. I mean, yeah. you can keep. Oh no, she's she's pretty adorable. Right I don't know. She, I mean, yeah, <laughs> she just lays there. She's not going to do shit. Um, yeah. so I'm going to go with the other Natty Greens. And I feel like pointing out that it's not like that's an abbreviation for something like Natty Light. Like it's actually called Natty no, Greens. Yeah, Natty. N A T T Y G R E E N E S. Mount Mitchell, like you were saying, single hop, just like uh, blah, 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 blah. There's no, uh, no stuff. 7%. Water, malt, barley, hops, and yeast. Let's do it. I'm all Reinheitsk about it. That. 
I, that almost that could have been worse. Yeah, that was. Yeah, that almost landed like perfect. It was like it it yeah. it didn't stick the landing, but it made like a comical like splat. Right. So <laughs> like I still got enjoyment out of it. Thanks. Yeah. Like like a Family Guy one frame fall, but in real life. It yeah. was Evil Knievel jumping the uh, Grand Canyon, breaking an arm. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'll take it. Well, no, it, did it, but it was like watching yeah. Peter Griffin collapse, but in real life, but it's still like a single frame where he's standing <laughs> and then suddenly on the floor. And it's just <laughs> funny like that, which I've seen in real life. Not Peter. <laughs> that Griffin, lady but, in the parking yeah, lot. Yeah, The lady in the parking lot of Wolfest in Kentucky, which is exactly what it sounds like in the foothills of Kentucky. At least. Oh God, that was I've been doing. 12 years ago. A while ago. In the foothills of Kentucky, 2005-ish, I went to Wolfest. Wolfest? Wolfest. What is not, that? Not like, Wolfest. Oh, it's what it sounds like. It's like, a I'll, festival I'll, 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 celebrating God. wool, wool products, people selling arts and crafts, funnel cake, of course. Mm-hmm. I bought a handmade Christmas ornament for a whole quarter. <laughs> and it's beautiful. I still have it. It's filled with, like, Easter basket, fake-ass grass, tinsel, and it's painted on the outside, and instead of, like, an actual hook, somebody just clipped a wire coat hanger and made a hook out of that. Nice. <laughs> That's it's so local. Kentucky. It is. Uh, it's, it's, it was the most Kentucky thing I saw the entire time, but I was, like, pretty sure I could spare a quarter to buy a Christmas ornament. That's, like, the <laughs> one thing my mom always wants to get whenever they travel or go somewhere new is they always get a Christmas ornament. My parents have started doing the thing where they they gave us all our Christmas ornaments as, you know, we moved out and then there was a sort of like one Christmas where they were like, just like take the ornaments you want. They only want like the serious ornaments now. Like they've <laughs> they've got the fake tree, but they want like those you you know the kind the they look just super fucking fancy and expensive mm-hmm. and I guess it's to show off how like bougie your fucking oh, Christmas tree is. Sorry. No, yeah, like those blown glass. Yeah. Yeah. But then like have like filigreed stuff on the outside yeah. and like the kind you wouldn't let a child near. Like they just want a bunch of ornaments like that to show off how Yeah, it, it's the ornaments that you can't have the kids help you decorate the tree with. Yeah, the right. ones that weigh half a pound each. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a little, like, four-foot Christmas tree that I bought at Michael's, like, last year. And it's, like, pre-lit, rainbow colors and everything. I have four ornaments that I hang on it. So I'm going to have to raid my parents' house when I go home at Thanksgiving. Wait, hang on. You unplugged your mic. Unplugged it? Yeah. Oh, that's what happened. Yeah, I was like, I'm hearing a buzzing, like... Yeah. Yeah. I didn't How'd know you manage that to could do, do that? that. I didn't know it could do that. No, that's good. That's the simplest solution. I'm glad that it was just that. I was sitting here, like, trying to disarm a bomb, trying to figure out, like... It clips all right. so you can... Okay. Yeah. yeah. Huh. Yeah, I, when I rewired, I probably just didn't plug it in right. All right. Should I pick up at the beginning? Of I the broke Christmas. a mic yeah. because of that once. Really? Yeah. I was... Uh, when, when I was in a band in college, uh, we were playing an outdoor set once, and whoever was putting mics together or whatever handed it to me, and I started, for some fucking reason, swinging the mic around, and it wasn't 
clicked in all the way and it flew off and landed. Were you swinging it like a dickhead, like from the cable. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, you better believe it. And uh, flew right the fuck off and landed right next to the grass on the concrete. So uh, was that at Edgewood? That was at Edgewood. Yeah, uh, yeah. That was, good times. that was like a good microphone. It wasn't. Well, okay. Good, good. for the time. I'm sure it was. No, but okay. I mean, it, it was like these aren't even great microphones. But if you swung that off and oh, it yes. hit somebody, I mean, that would hurt. Oh no, it didn't. It didn't yeah. hit anyone. But uh, yeah, no, it, it would have hurt if it hit somebody. Yeah. yeah. But no, <laughs> fucking the bitch didn't click it in all the way. So, yeah. You, know. you got to click it in. Mm-hmm. You got to. Click click it. I, got, I got like <laughs> I got like two or three revolutions before it shot off into right next to the grass. But anyway. Oh no! My grandfather has the ha, had. It's mine now. Um, the the authentic silver Christmas tree from like the 1950s. The kind that comes in this thin box, and each branch is in its own individual like brown paper sleeve. Yep. And it's like four and feet the tall. Feel like they'll cut you. No, they feel like like East like uh just sort of this metal, like fake old aluminum, like metal. Like a house strips. fire waiting to happen. Sort of. More like it's yeah. going to melt in a house fire. But it's <laughs> it's a metal pole like with well, just fake branches sticking out of fire. it. So it doesn't even look like a tree, really. And the orna- he's got the original ornaments. Many of them, the red plastic finish is like cracking off of them. And naturally, growing up in the Great Depression, he never... Why, why would he ever buy new hooks for these things that they get lost through the years? But instead, he used uh, old, like, bread twist ties to fashion hooks and stuff. <laughs> I've seen Those that. things are yeah. handy. Yeah. They are, yeah, except right. they're also wildly ineffective, I've noticed. When it comes to hanging ornaments, yeah. Yeah, but in, in, he's passed now, but in his spirit, I've never replaced any with hooks. But I gotta tell you, paper clips are possibly the next best, better than that, because... <laughs> They're hook shaped already. They're made of metal, so not prone to ripping and tearing. Yeah, All and you they do is just unfold it like once. Yeah, exactly. not even a full once, like a forty-five degree angle. And they tell everyone, "I didn't pay money to fix these," which is the message he was conveying with yeah. the bread ties. Yeah. And they're silver, just like the tree. <laughs> so, in pop spirit, I've begun Vince with uh, stolen office supplies. <laughs> yeah, that's the way to do it. No, my grandma had this. Uh, Tis the season. Yeah, well, it's October, but I still to be. this day I don't know if my grandma's tree September, was just sorry. like it's always the season shit she collected over the years, or if it was actually mm-hmm. like purposeful. You know what I mean? Like I'm coming in real quiet now. God, this mic sucks. I'm fucking sick of it. Happy one hundredth episode. Happy one hundredth yeah. episode where. Uh, the audio quality takes a vast downturn. It's okay. We're just we're just yeah. going back to our roots. Yeah. Back to our roots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Throwback. Yeah. Throwback. Scrappy. Listen, scrappy. Listen to episode one. You'll see what we're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Or don't. You don't or have don't. to. Start or don't. Like, start at like twenty-seven. There you go. Yeah. Twenty-seven. That's very specific. Yeah. I, I, I thought we had a pretty good stride about there. Like we figured out our shit. Works well, fine. we figured out our shit. Like probably. Like. Could have fooled me. <laughs> I don't know. At least I felt this way as far as editing is maybe about like episode 16. I feel like we got into a good flow and then we really got some quality dialed down like 27 and then it really dialed in in the 40s. Okay. And then we've been rocking a pretty good thing. And then we hit this episode where I've got this janky boy band microphone. It happens. Well, there's a story behind that yeah. because, you know, 
Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. loaned it to a buddy who's supporting, you know, the yeah. flood and all that stuff. Yeah. Like, hurricane yeah, victims. Yeah. And, you know, so that's cool. It's for a good cause. Yeah, well, well now that we can, you... We can imagine that, that he's TLDR'd using... Now uh, it and yeah. mumbled it, I'll just say it. But no, <laughs> I uh, the microphone I usually use, I loaned to a buddy. I thought I was only going to loan it to him for a couple days uh, in between podcast recording, but then he shipped out to go help people. He's not in the Army. He works for a company that goes and does shit. But he got called <laughs> out to uh, go help people with the, the cane. Yeah. You know, but... For all we know, he is somehow using that microphone for the greater good. Yeah, he's it's singing. True. He's singing to people, mm-hmm. and uh, it's the red one, so it looks like a red cross kind of thing. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. So we're we're doing what we can. Yeah. So yeah. you're Lisa suffering. V. Uh, we're helping with the hurricane victims mm-hmm. right now. Yeah. Yeah. I donated. But yeah, this. Uh, what was this beer you just poured? The Mount it's, Mitchell Single Hop IPA from yeah. Natty Greens. This little, is a thing. It's stinky. It's, it's it is, rough. Yeah. It is stinky. Yeah. I mean, it smells like a tire. <laughs> it does. Come that, that, that's an accurate description. It smells yeah, it like does. a tire. It smells yeah. like a tire. Like a new tire. No, yeah, it's, it's not sm- bad. It's it smells like a new tire that's been sitting in an old garage. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> this tire might not have been sitting on a new tire. But right, it was between a couple old tires, probably. Yeah, it's been a display model for a yeah. little too long. That rubberiness, that tires, that tire smell has to come from the same thing as that swimming pool mm, you smell think so? I got in the boom slang. It has to. There's no way it doesn't. I'm not a huge fan of this. Yeah, I wasn't either. I'm honestly fascinated at how much it smells exactly like, exactly a, like a, a new tire. tire in an old garage. Yeah. <laughs> so I did a quick Google here, Mount Mitchell. State Park, which is what the beer is named after. It is a... Is a tire dump? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. uh, it's a state park, and it was established in 1915, and it was the first state park of North Carolina. So that's where it gets its oh. name. Okay. It smells like 1915. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Accurate. Sorry, Natty Greens. It smells like the first tire ever. Mm. Yeah, it smells like what somebody who's never smelled a tire... <laughs> would make based on the description of people who've smelled tires. <laughs> Probably. Natty Greens, I forgot to mention this earlier, but Natty Greens also has a really good brown ale that I've had a couple of times. I can't say I'm a big fan of this one, but the one we had the earlier smoked was really one, uh, That was pretty solid. Yeah, yeah that, that one was really good. good. I'll have to do some snooping and see if that one you is... You know, I think this one's kind of growing on me. Sorry, I didn't mean to cut no, you okay. off, but... I, I, I feel like it's going to be a beer I could drink all of and not form an opinion on. Oh, one of those. Yeah. We need a name for those. Yeah, we do need a name for those. I, I, mean, I don't... Let me th- see that bottle there. Let me pour some more of this. Let me see if we can... <laughs> see if you can get an opinion. It's yeah. already happening. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm coming back for seconds, so I've not, <laughs> not said no. You know, we've definitely had beers where I've been like, no, I'm done. I think I had the worst beer ever last week. That might have been... Really? That one Belgian wild thing. Which yeah. is, I mean, my favorite beer, Grimberg and Blonde, comes from Belgium. So that... Part of the world gave me my absolute favorite and absolute least favorite beers. I think the worst beer I've ever had was a Guinness. Hmm. I'm not a big Guinness fan. I am not either. Guinness was the first beer I used to make a stout float. And that's really one of the only reasons I like Guinness. I'll take a left-hand milk stout over that any day. I'll cook with Guinness, but... Yeah, it's a, it. it's a utility beer at best. Yeah, and I yeah think, that's true. You use it in other drinks. And I feel like it's everyone's default for both nitro beers and, like, dark beers. 
So if you try and you don't like it, you're like, yep. nah, this isn't for me. So you yep. stay away from nitro and or dark beers, and you're like, yep. no, drink a, drink a left-hand milk stout. No, drink a Terrapin Moohoo. No, their marketing <laughs> company has done a stellar job at managing to do that, in America at least. Because mm-hmm. I, I, maybe it could entirely be the distribution company that's handling their American stuff. But, yeah, somehow they accomplished, like, what Coca-Cola did with equating themselves just with soda like you hear in the south like yeah i'll have a coke yeah guinness kind of did that with stout beers in a weird way it's like yeah oh yeah you like dark beers have a guinness Mm -hmm. or it's like if you go to a bar that doesn't have a huge selection they just aim to kind of have like six staple styles rotating they'll always have a guinness yeah they're like we need a brown it might as well be newcastle i mean even trendier bars around town they'll have different stouts but if you were to go to the bartender and be like, yeah, I'll have a stout, they're going to pour you a Guinness. Like, Hair of the Dog yeah. and Honest Pint both have Guinness on tap. Well, it makes more sense for Honest Pint. Yeah. Right. Like, at least. Yeah. There's got to be other better Irish. Well, because, I mean, you know, college kids go out and they're like, oh, I want a Guinness. Why well, college kids don't know shit either. That's what I'm saying. Also they go, true. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. go out and, you know, they're. They drinking natty light. You're drinking by price when you're in college. Yes. Yeah, they go out and drink their Guinness and uh, gripe about SJW shit. I mean, I'll, I'll admit, like, you know, we're all some kind of beer snob right now, but when we're, you know, living off ramen and stuff, I'm yeah. not going to get the hand... When I have a choice between left-hand milk stout for... it's is it Does that come in a... It's probably a six-pack uh, yeah. at eleven ninety nine. Yeah. Or the same price for a 30-pack of Ice House. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, let's... Let's be real about it. We know which way we're going. Right. There was a bar in my college town that their happy hour special was $1 single, $2 doubles, and $3 triples. And I got spoiled on that real fast. Dude, college deals will spoil you. Yeah. When I was in uh, college, this was in Murfreesboro. I went to MTSU. And there was a bar up there. There, Well, there's two. There's Dirty Gems. Or mm-hmm. It's just gentleman <laughs> gyms, but there's two. There's clean gyms and dirty gyms on opposite oh, sides of the campus. Clean is where all the frat dudes go. Of course. And all the sorority ladies. Insert Greek life joke here. Yeah, dirty mm-hmm. is where everybody else goes. All the theater kids and all that. And, all the artsy kids. Um, they only had one tap, and it was Natty Light. But <laughs> it may have been Bud Light. It may have rotated between Natty and Bud Light. It was Light. whatever their distributor would drop But either way, yeah. they didn't wash those taps very well. No. I didn't know any better at the time. Right. And you go there. They, this bar not only had free hot dogs with fixins. Like, you could go, and they understood, like, all right, no, these are broke college kids, like, whatever. And uh, they just had a a crock pot over in the corner on a table with buns were there. They had some chili and another crock pot. You can make you a free hot dog. But they also, for $7.75, you could get a picture of this Bud Natty Light (laughs) and a large homemade pizza. That's not bad. Wow. Not bad at all. Yeah. That's catering to like. Well, and it was only between the hours of six and nine, but you better believe I was there like multiple nights a week because it was walking distance to my apartment. So I would. Yeah. That was cheaper than me going to the store because I was like, well, I'm going to buy beer anyway. I wonder, was there a cover to get in or what? They just knew most of their crowd came in late at night. It was just a weird. I mean, they've been there probably maybe since the 70s. Right. And they just realized that a lot of their crowd came in because they were open for lunch. So they were open like noon to two or three in the morning. Mm -hmm. So I guess they just realized that most of their crowd comes in late at night. 
And if you're smart enough to get there when the pizza, they also didn't super advertise the pizza deal. It was like you kind of had to be in the know about it. It was all word of mouth. Yeah. yeah. And uh, and me and a buddy found out about that. And we were there at least four times during the week. Because, like, I mean, it was cheaper than going to the store to buy food to make. Yeah. 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 Seriously. And it wasn't like a pre-cooked pizza. It was like they were back there making it. Yeah. It we wasn't had, the best pizza, but. We had dimes up at school. Yeah. The Diamond Lounge. We the had Benny's. Lounge. We had Benny Marzano's. The Virginia Slice. Piece of pizza as big as your face. That's nice. great. Dimes was there was a cover was it like four or five bucks or something yeah not but a lot. then it was every dime it was beers. eight or nine ounces of beer for a dime yeah oh wow so you could go in there with a dollar drink an equivalent <laughs> to like a pitcher's worth of beer yeah and it wasn't good I mean it was if you thought good. they were cleaning their lines or keeping whatever swill it was consistent I mean they were probably just empty like looking at whichever kegs were you know a third of the way left. They, they probably got their kegs donated when they were almost empty from the other bars up in yeah. the street. I mean, like you the, were getting the, the dregs. Yeah. But you were drinking it. And they dumped all those kegs together. It's like a suicide. Yeah, essentially. Yeah. Of, of just like light macro brews. Ew. <laughs> there was a place uh, I used to go to. It's one, I mean, I guess it operates... As I've gotten older, I've just learned this is how modern clubs operate. I guess you operate under one name until a catalyst happens, and then you shut down for a couple months and right. reopen under a new name. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe slightly change your vibe a little the bit. The signage mm-hmm. changes out. But changes out front. Yeah, like maybe you change from a uh, like Hawaiian theme to like I don't know, but you change your vibe a little bit. Maybe change your signage at least, but. This place was like that, and they had a thing where I got to where I knew people and wouldn't pay a cover, but it was $5, and it was all-you-could-drink beer. It was free beer, and it was $5 cover, free beer until 11 o'clock. Oh, my. Or no, until midnight. Jeez. And then after that, or no, 11 o'clock, and then after that, it was a dollar. And then they also had dollar well drinks until 10 o'clock. So me and my buddy would go there and just get torn the fuck up for like ten dollars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just double fist and goes like ten o'clock's coming. Like, Line them up. Yeah, yeah. Be like, I'll take five whiskey cokes right yeah. now. Yeah, I will drink them faster than you can make them. Just keep lining them up. <laughs> and they serve them in those super cheap, yeah, like, tiny little yeah. eight ounce yeah. solo cups. Yeah, like, that's what you got at dimes. Cups. Yeah, mm. those are cups are made to just throw in somebody's face. Yes, because yeah. they're so. Sh- oh God, I hate them. They serve those to you at that, uh, uh, which is pretty much the same as that college place I'm talking about, but plays better music. What's that new jivey place here in town that plays '90s hits? Oh, Regan's. The, Regan's. Yeah, Regan's. Ugh. Yeah, Ugh. That place. I was really excited I, when I am not opened. sorry about how much I hate that place, dude. Really? I when that I wanted to like it so much. It's uh, do you, you guys know what it is? I've right? been there. A couple I have times. not been there. Yeah. Don't I didn't mind it. When well, I was it's there. like all right. <laughs> I do mind it when I'm there, but I I want to not mind it, and I'll tell you why. But yeah, to catch listeners and Alan up here is they first opened maybe about two summers ago, right at the start of summer, and their whole shtick was like no top forties. We're only gonna play. We're not gonna play anything after 1999. All right. But also no hip hop because they realized that I guess people get stabbed when you play hip hop. Cough raw. And, uh, Who shot you? <laughs> so I was literally told by somebody there. I was wanting to hear uh, Return of the Mac. Oh, yeah. yeah. Return of the... You know that yeah. song? Yeah. And uh, 
they would not play it because they said somebody got stabbed there the last time they played hip hop or R and B. So <laughs> they wouldn't do it. But now it's turned into like between that and Southside Social, you'd be I don't know which you're more likely to get roofied at. Yeah, it's just kind of turned like it's super packed. They're serving you those stupid eight ounce solo cups. I think you can judge a place on those eight ounce. Yeah, yeah. Problems will arise if if you get those. those, That means they are getting a. They're getting a shit ton of people through there where they can't afford to pay somebody to wash all the glasses. And B. They don't want to pay somebody to wash all the glasses because the glasses keep getting broken because the clientele they're bringing in are douchebags. No, eight ounce eight ounce semi clear solo cups are. You're there to get fucked up. Yeah. Like, that yep. is the one... It's almost like advertising, like, hey, we know you're not here to drink and have a good time. You're here to get fucked yeah. up. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so it's, logo it's turned into anything. that. I like the idea of Regan's, but I hate how it's been executed. It's basically just a bunch of people that hadn't heard of Prince until the day he died. Oh. Yep. Oh. I will never forget one of the last times I... No, I had been there, and then like a week after I went there, I was at Stir, and it was like Stir. Oh, oh, I love Stir. I like Stir. I love Stir, but I was there, and it was like I got there at like peak dinner time, and it was crowded, or maybe there was a special event that night or something, and I was trying to work my way up at the bar to get a mint julep because I love Stir's mint juleps, and there was these two ladies sitting at the bar, and they looked to be probably in like mid 40s divorced like that type and chardonnay and xanax what (laughs) chardonnay and xanax Eh. (laughs) but one of them turns to the other and is like have you been to regan's place yet oh my god it is so fun and i just went oh my god i'm never going back oh my god i'm never going back and i like got my mint julep and turned around and left and i was like i'm nope 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 i'm done 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 (laughs) that's always something that weirds me out going to those clubs like that like quote-unquote clubs clubs the cougars is well it's not just i mean i guess they're cougars they're definitely cougars yes well they're not there necessarily though chasing dick they're there like they're there dance no they're there just because like i don't know if they've been partying like this since they're 20 because i've run into both cases of where either they used to party like this and now they're divorced and whatnot they're like i've missed partying like this you know my husband didn't like it but now i can get out and do my thing or they just they just that's their life like they like to get out and have a good time like that but it's really weird to me when i see these like i don't know i guess it starts to get weird to me at like 40 years old plus I, i'm down like yeah. nothing you should start mm-hmm. stop partying but like just find I, a different place i, to do I assume it. you've yeah. got classier places to party by the time you're, you've got like dinners and Galas yeah, but they're not looking things. to like gossip about local PTA meetings or whatnot. <laughs> they're, they're looking, looking to party. Yeah. yeah, that's true they're too. Is I guess like they're looking they're for go a deal and they're looking. Yeah, to party. they're looking for a clear, yeah. sort of clear solo cups. <laughs> but to like, get you know what up. I'm talking about, though, right? Like, uh, all yeah, the know. people yeah. that party at the younger joints, like it, it's just weird. It's the same women yeah. who shop at Forever 21 when they shouldn't be. Oh god. Yeah, when they yeah. left 21 forever ago. Yeah. It's like I met the last time I was at Regan's was probably two summers ago, like summer 2015 maybe yeah, i haven't been in a while and uh well they may not have been open then so maybe no they was, opened so. last, last summer year? yeah maybe yeah. it was really? it was right after they opened so so last summer yeah. pretty recent and i was down there and i and this is right before it got super jam-packed 
Because the last time I went, I couldn't even get in. It was like, I'm not going to wait. I'm a little entitled in Chattanooga. I'm not going to fucking wait in line <laughs> right? to get into an establishment in Chattanooga. Like, this isn't L.A. Yeah, I felt the know? same way about Southside for a while. That's how I've thought about Flying Squirrel when it first opened. Fuck and then they squirrel. continue to prove me fucking right about their douchebaggery. <laughs> but, yeah, the last time I was down there, there was this old lady at Revelry Room, not Flying Squirrel. Not Revelry Room. Uh, Regan's. Regan's. It was the exact same. This old lady, and she ended up... They closed down uh, Regan's early or something. So for some reason, we ended up at Clyde's with the group I was with. And this older lady followed us over there. And she ended up buying uh, me something. One of those frozen drinks at Clyde's, which is just... That just kills you instantly. It's a hangover on ice. Yeah. Is all it is. God. Those it's drinks like are horrible. Drinks. They're worse than the big chill drinks. Damn. 100% worse. Like, you can get... I, I think it's the uh, St. Croix Joy or whatever it is. Yeah. At, or St... Like, yeah, yeah, whatever yeah. it is down at uh, that French thing mm-hmm. <laughs> down at the Big Chill and that doesn't destroy me as whatever she bought me at Clyde's god damn I've, that's like I need to put a pin up if I could have a <laughs> timeline of like right there I was dead that day yeah they're like the hangovers are hangovers but that was one that was like Not, fuck I, I did, uh, that happened to me I was at uh, Old Chicago and they we were watching some of the games and since I'm drinking for three now I was going through the tailgating drinks where it's like, mm. pick your team color and the drink is that color. Ooh, and I picked gosh, the blue one yeah. and I tried it. And I was like, this, this tastes like senior week. And Gene was <laughs> like, what do you mean? I'm like, this tastes like it, it is way too sugary. I, I made a mistake. Like it was a good drink, but uh, I'm past that point. Uh, I was like, this is, but I crushed it. And then I was like, ah, uh, let me go to the green one. And I did. I was like, this tastes like a different kind. This tastes like freshman year of college. Mm. Like they, they all tasted like drinks. I, sh- I had before I was old enough to drink. Yes. And to, to your point, yeah. Tanner, I, I, I had a rough rest of the day. I had a rough Monday rougher than I would have preferred. And cause I, I just kept going through the rainbow and I was like, this is a, uh, if I could have put a pin in it, there's Ron Howard's voice. <laughs> oh, I'm going to have another drink. He should not have done that. <laughs> what is the, what's this one you just this opened up? This is the... I saw pale ale. One of the Carolina Bre- Carolina Brewing Company's pale ale. Yeah. This is the one out of... Pale ale. This is the one out of Holly Springs, North Carolina. I like me some pale ales. God, this mic is so goddamn inconsistent. It's driving me insane. Well, like since right now, I feel like it's not picking up anything. There we go. That's better. There we go. Since you brought it up, Tanner, yeah. the uh, right side of my headphones went out maybe 15 minutes ago and just now popped back on. So, huh. so we're having really because some... the left side of mine went out yeah. and just came back. Really on. interesting. <laughs> well, I got some uh, post work to do on this one. We'll see how. We'll see how 100 times the post work. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Does this one have flavor text? No, this one has a lion on it. CBC, we don't have enough of those in Chattanooga, but this is the Carolina Brewing Company Pale Ale. Tasty liquid since 1995. It's flavorful for pale ale. Brewed on 426.17. Oh, it it kind of tastes how uh, Home Depot smells a little bit. <laughs> I love the colorful descriptions we're getting on yeah. all these beers tonight. Kind of like yes. sawdusty. Yeah, it's kind of sawdusty. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, it smells sawdusty. I did some Googling on the Natty Greens, the um, Lexington Spring Peach one, uh-huh. and it said it was smoked. I've Are the peaches smoked or what? what no, part of one, it of the, one of the other 
ingredients and it was smoked. It's gotta be the malts. Back. Probably the malts. Yeah, I think it was the malts and it was supposed to be reminiscent of North Carolina barbecue. Ah. Hmm. I could see some of that. That shit would be good. I would definitely barbecue. drink it with some yeah. barbecue. Oh, yeah. With some barbecue. North Carolina or otherwise. Yeah. Oh, I'm a total North Carolina barbecue snob. What is North Carolina barbecue? So there are two types of North Carolina, two main types of North Carolina barbecue. And it's smoked, smoked pulled pork. Mm-hmm. And you can either get it Eastern style, which is with a more like tangy vinegar based sauce that you pour over the top. And it's usually a little bit peppery. Coleslaw. Or you can get it Lexington style which is uh, like sweet and smoky kind of ketchup tomato-based sauce. Mm. And I will eat whatever kind of North Carolina barbecue you put in front of me, but I prefer Lexington style. I've, mm. I don't know what I, kind I, of barbecue I like. Well, that, I, I'm with you. Uh, I'm from Maryland. I love yeah. barbecue. Uh, the Maryland barbecue game has nothing on everything yeah. Tennessee has shown me. Yeah. And... It's one of those things I wish there was a way I could, like, I'd probably just have to go to some sort of barbecue festival or something. But, like, I, I need, like, a ramekin of all the different kinds back-to-back mm-hmm. so I can make, like, a solid call. And and I made my own barbecue sauce because I felt like that was a thing I had to do in the South. And it's got some heat. It's it's got, mm-hmm. it's got a few things I needed, which were habaneros. It's got the habanero ketchup base in it. And it's got beer in it which were my mm-hmm. two requisites for coming up with my own recipe for barbecue sauce. And those those are complicated. They always they involve are. like a... Sh- yeah. It's not that they're complicated. The prep is complicated. You put it on the pot and cook it. Yeah. It's but all it's what all flavors you want to put in it. Yeah, it's the prep and measuring out a billion different ingredients and spices and other, you know, diced mm-hmm. up veggies or onions or garlic or something. Mm-hmm. I will tell you, I will not eat South Carolina style barbecue because their sauce is like a mustard-based thing and it's just kind of gross and barbecue sauce shouldn't be yellow. And Alabama mm. barbecue is, is that like the this, white stuff? It's like That's mayo-based the... white stuff. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, yeah. that's yeah, not real barbecue. No, no, no. Like anyway. I, I'm going to say that to to your point of uh, do we or do we not like it? No, it's somebody's mic that's going in or out. Hello, hello. No, I, no, it's, it's my our headphones. I can hear out the right. No, I can I hear can out the it left. On the waveforms, look. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. Yeah, the left channel. No, mine's a little still plugged in. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, I'll bounce. Oh, we're back. Post, oh, wait, no, nope. I'm going. No, we're not. No. Nope. Hello. The connections over here are solid. Okay. I don't know. Well, whatever. Well, I, no, the the Alabama white sauce is a mystery to me because much like the other things we were talking about earlier, I've been down here for, I don't know, six, close to six years. I cannot form an opinion on this thing. I can't. I've tried. I've never had I it. I smother it stuff. Gross. Clyde's has it. Um, I think Sugar's uh, has it, too. I cannot form an opinion on this thing. And I, I'll pour it on there lightly, mm. generously. And mm-hmm. I'll eat an entire sandwich and be like, I still can't figure out if I like it. But it's on it's on my I love making sauce. like sauces are my favorite thing to whip up. So that is next on my I gotta look up a bunch of different recipes, figure out how this is supposed to go, and I'm gonna make an Alabama white sauce that I like. Good for you. I'm gonna I'm gonna figure it out and <laughs> then that speed. way and then that way I have an opinion because I'll know like some I'll know I like this some thing. Alan's Alabama white sauce. Yeah, it's it's gonna be good and you know what? I'll say it, but I can get you to like it. Because I've never had Alabama barbecue, so I don't know. Challenge accepted. I don't yeah. like most things from Alabama. I don't know. It could be such a... I don't know what's in this thing. So keep in mind, this could be wildly different. Like, I might... Or it might not even be that at all. I might look at this and be like, no wonder I can't 
you know, decide if I like it. The recipes are crap. So maybe I, maybe I won't make one or maybe it'll be the only thing that's even remotely the same is it'll be white. Because <laughs> like, you use mayo. It'll just be Alfredo sauce. <laughs> or ranch. Yeah, ranch. Anyway, the flavor text on this spring is, I found it on the website. Okay. Hence the name Lexington Spring IPA is brewed with smoked malts and peaches, creating flavors reminiscent of North Carolina barbecue. It's the perfect beer to accompany springtime backyard barbecues, which is why we declare it, quote, grilling and chilling approved. I, I agree. I, I I really like that one. I, so far, that's my pick of the night. I know the uh, the Red Oak is, is your baby, but that I, I'll say fun. that I could drink the Red Oak longer over... Like, I, I could drink that consistently. I, I could probably get tired of that smoked peach thing, but I really enjoyed yeah, that. Yeah, it was very unique. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 100 episodes in, and I can't even think of a beer that's remotely similar. Let's see, I'll go ahead and uh, make sure I'm coming Plus in. Plus over a decade of solid drinking. <laughs> you got me? Here, speaker? Yeah, it's got me. Um, fuck this microphone, like, <laughs> and whoever made it. And uh, this is the on. first in flavor. Carolina Brewery, flagship IPA, and they got a really nice nautical ship on here in a non-ballast pointy way. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the Carolina Brewery from Chapel Hill, mind you. Okay. See, gold medal, 2006, Great American Beer Festival mm-hmm. over the English style IPA. A classic hoppy IPA, all natural and dry hop. Uh, right. In Chapel Hill and Pittsburgh, North Carolina. Pittsburgh's all over the damn place. Pittsburgh, I believe. Could have been, um, yeah. I guess I'm very familiar here. with the Chapel Hill area. Okay. I guess the one around here is South hmm. Pittsburgh anyway. So. That close is cool. Enough. Yeah, it's close enough. Yeah, and you don't got to worry about South Pittsburgh until there's cornbread around. So. <laughs> ah. I, I want to go to that. I've never been, but I've never been. I went been, this year, and it was so fun. Here. It's so cute. I loved it. My problem, though, is they don't serve booze. That's why I've not been. Uh, hit flask uh, it is. Yep. yep. <laughs> I was going to say Beer? I'm sure there's beer a beer and that corn goes bread. with cornbread. No, yeah. it's not even hip flesh. It's the, the mellow corn whiskey, the kind with the yellow label and cap. Mm. That's obviously the the booze of choice to sneak into a cornbread festival, right? I'd say so. Um, Something with corn. They serve massive, massive jugs of sweet tea. Mm. And I had to carry mine like this all day. But it's sweet tea. For no one that could see, she's like desperately, yeah. It's like, yeah. It's like if you had a baby. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that's literally you know, what like you have to in do. Swaddling clothes and like carrying it around. But it's, oh my God, it was so much fun. I went this year with a friend and they do like a scavenger hunt of like all the different cornbreads so you can like go to the different stations and like try all the different ones. How many you, different cornbreads are there? Uh, on the scavenger hunt, there was like 10 or 12, but then there's more stands that um, aren't part of the scavenger hunt that you have to like pay to buy. Um, but what? the ones that are part of the scavenger hunt give free samples. Okay. And there were some really good ones. There was like a bunch of traditional cornbread, and then there was like a uh, like honey or sweet cornbread. Mm. Uh, there was a chocolate cornbread. There was like a pineapple Ooh. tropical one. Um, and there's this one part called Cornbread Alley. Where you pay $5 and you go in and you get a plate and there's like eight or ten vendors Mm -hmm. that just like making their special cornbread recipes and you get a plate and you get a piece of cornbread from each vendor and it's five bucks for like eight or ten pieces of cornbread and it's 
phenomenal. All right. Like all sorts of different recipes. There was like jalapeno cornbread and like some like honey walnut or like strawberry walnut or something. Anyway, really unique recipes. So how does it, do you, do you have to be like a restaurant or a fruit or a food truck to enter the cornbread festival? Like, can I just roll in and be like, Here's my cornbread recipe. Uh, enjoy, everyone. Uh, I think it was more like that. I didn't really... S- it looked like a lot of families. I will take the cornbread crown. Now, I've never made cornbread in my life ever <laughs> once, but I will take the cornbread crown one day. Can't be that tough. Dude, cornbread, I don't know. cornbread is one of those things... It's like beer, man. Like Everybody can hear me right now. I'm trying to put my mic back on. It's twisted up. A cornbread is like a beer. It's like a beer, though. It's like one of those things, like, anybody can brew it, but it's it's like easy to do but difficult to master sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, But, I mean, I can't just just enter my beer into the Southern Brewers Festival. It's like I was trying to figure out how to get into the cornbread festival. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I'll win based on merit alone of being like, you are – do you have to pay to get in there? Yeah, it was – it was under – $20 $20 a person. I'll uh, give away my cornbread. Yeah. Be like, you already paid to get in. Free samples for everyone. Mm-hmm. That's how I'll definitely yeah. take See if I have any pictures. It was in <laughs> April, so this so was wait, a So wait, you paid to get in and then they charge you for cornbread? Not right. at every station. Okay. Only at the ones that aren't part of the scavenger hunt? Yeah, there's a scavenger uh-huh. hunt. And they charge you for the scavenger hunt? For, no. For oh, it's right. like you're in, like admission thing. But oh. then there's Cornbread Alley, which is $5, and you get like eight or ten pieces of cornbread. But it's the Cornbread Festival. Cornbread Alley. That's the Cornbread Alley. What picture this? I assume it looks like Diagon. Oh, it's it's from Cornbread. Do they give alley. you chili and things to put okay. the cornbread in? Um, certain vendors have it. I think. Gumbo. So it's BYO chili. I think so. Dude, oh, all my other tailgating in the parking lot. Dude, yeah, if right, you showed up chili. there just like right outside with like a. I got chili. I got chili. Just walk a, around with a crock pot all day? Yeah. I have a mean, unique chili recipe. I call it Italian chili. Oh. It's got, like, just chunks of pepperoni and beef in there. Dude, yeah. And Y'all need of, to do a beer and chili episode. We should. Oh, yeah. we should it's got that. some heat to it. Instead of topping it with, like, sour cream or green onions and, like, shredded cheese, you top it with some ricotta. Ooh. And it just covers all the bases. Oh, that's a good idea. Dude, we should do a chili day. Uh, now that you got your projector up, do, like, a game day. Yeah, yeah. On I could, one Sunday, like watch a game over there. I'm down with that. Chili yeah. going. I need to figure out how to get football on there because get I an don't HD have... TV antenna. Yeah, I'll do that. Yeah, Definitely. we got yeah, one, and it works like wonderfully. Box at Walmart. I will. Yeah. I will do yeah. that. And then weekend. TV's free. Yeah, <laughs> I have a good chili recipe too. Have to I have a good chili recipe. Yeah. Mine's half turkey, half beef. I'm sensing a chili off. Chili off. I think yeah. so. All right. Yeah. What if? And it, this is just taking even wider. What if we did, like, impromptu chili party? Like, we just wound up in Coolidge Park. Just oh, everyone, man. a whole bunch of us with a bunch of chili, no advertising <laughs> or anything, and just set up like we're supposed to be there. Grab some mighty lights and just sort of throw them up in the middle of the park. Yeah. Set up with our, yeah. Uh, we can only use social media organically. <laughs> yeah. organically. If you set it up legit and, like, if cops show up, be like, yeah, do you want uh, some chili officers? Like, <laughs> We're not selling anything. Yeah, we're not, we don't need permits for this. It's just whoever wanted some can come up and ask we're for it. We're having a yeah. picnic in the park, and everyone else is free to join. Chili picnic in the park. Mm-hmm. We don't, we don't flag, any, pot. We don't flag yeah. anyone yeah. over. Yeah. It's just Cauldron. anyone who shows up and asks for chili gets some. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you guys are out here advertising your chili park. No, I haven't asked a single person if they wanted any Would chili. Would we end up with a bunch of homeless people? Ooh. 
I don't know. Good question. Yeah. In so Coolidge I'm, Park? Well, because they've been pushed out of Miller Plaza now. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Mm. I've noticed they seem to sit on the benches that are, like, nearby, like, waiting to be able to get back in there. And, like, I realize also what I'm mm. saying is part of the whole problem with the issue, but I'm sorry. I'm I'm not old, but I feel like I'm old enough now to be like, ah, oh, fuck all those people. <laughs> like, go out there and work. Like, just... You can get a kitchen job downtown. Yeah. You can go clean toilets at McDonald's. Like, mm. You can do something. There's extenuating circumstances for some people, but that's... That's a conversation well, for no, another they, podcast. They make, like, <laughs> no, they make they make decent. It's like between like government benefits and stuff. Like they're not getting a paycheck, but like they're making money. Yeah. Well, know? I mean, you're out there collecting money all yeah. day. Yeah. I mean, unless they, you're that jackass with the one dread in the fucking wheelchair. Fuck that guy. He's, dude, he's I mean, a dick. I'm sure there's some days like they easily make a hundred bucks. There's some days I don't make a hundred bucks. Right. You know, like. And yeah. I guarantee you. And I mean, yeah. that's that's the same thing like waiting tables. When I was downtown, I'd go in the in the morning and maybe like sometimes like a Tuesday, Wednesday morning, I walk out with like $20. Yeah. And I'd be like, well, how am I supposed to? Okay, I can get myself food for the rest of the day. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, fuck that. Yeah, and then your wages, you get what? It's like two thirteen an yeah, hour yeah, or something. Yeah, $2 or something, yeah. Because yeah. you depend on tips. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Our job waiting is uh, this generation's factory work. For the record, if you're yeah. from Atlanta, please start tipping. I don't work in a restaurant anymore, but uh, people from Atlanta tend not to tip. Uh, I've noticed working in the restaurant. So if you're visiting from Atlanta, please remember to tip because in Chattanooga, we like to do that. <laughs> Fire. And anywhere decent, really. And anywhere, yeah, anywhere decent. There's well, a, there's a special circle of Atlanta hell reserved for people who don't tip. Zit on the face of the earth. So it makes sense. That how do you really feel? I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> and even I didn't go that far. All I'm saying is uh, oh, how I really feel is fuck Atlanta. Fuck like, Atlanta. I'm going to sucks. Atlanta this weekend. I oh, would. I'm, I'm sorry. I've been to Nashville a couple times more recently, and I would I would definitely rather go to Nashville than Atlanta. Oh, it's way better. That's what I mean. Nashville has everything that you can do in Atlanta, but it's just I like Nashville because it's la- it's just laid out nicely, like. The streets are annoying. Uh, they remind me of driving around in Northern Virginia. Yeah. Some, when you get downtown, they get really annoying because you've got a lot of, like, one ways. But outside of that, driving around anywhere that's not downtown in Nashville is super easy to navigate. Mm-hmm. It's, like, it's no harder than Chattanooga where it's just as – I feel Chattanooga is, like, if you have a general good sense of direction and you know where you uh, – like, which direction you want to go, like – from here i know where i'm sitting i'm facing sort of like uh i don't know i guess maybe like west (laughs) some compass direction and uh the mall is east if i know i want to go to hamilton place you pretty much just head east you'll eventually run into the mall or at least start seeing signs for it one of the roads will go there and (laughs) like you can go there with some pretty big confidence of just like i know what i want to get to is that way I'm just going to go that way, and eventually you'll start seeing signs, and it's going to kind of funnel you there. Nashville's kind of like that, where Atlanta is just like, nah, we're not going to help you. See, I grew <laughs> up luck. in I grew up in Atlanta, so I'm more familiar with it and more comfortable with it. I prefer Atlanta over Nashville, but it's also a little personal, and I'm not going to get into that. Fair so right. I say, right. I'm the opposite. I say, screw Nashville. I will go to Atlanta <laughs> any day. Screw them both. And, like, I don't care what anybody says about Nashville in regards to Broadway. And it took me some real time to get here. 
when I lived up that direction. The street Broadway? Yeah. In Nashville? Okay. Yeah. Okay, I got it. Okay. That's where all the cowboy bars are. And all the bachelorettes. So many bachelorettes. The country music hall of fame's around that area. Mm-hmm. It's like all the country music shit. And I hated that shit when I lived up that direction. Drove me crazy. Now that I've gotten away from it a little bit, though, it's something I'm like, I don't necessarily like it, but I can take it for what it is and appreciate it. And just be like, eh, if I'm drunk, yeah, I'll go take a picture with that fucking Elvis statue, whatever. <laughs> and it's like, it, I don't hate it, so whatever. Yeah, it's all right. But, eh. I just, like, the last time I went up to Nashville, I have a friend who's a country singer, and she's been cutting a few singles and albums. And I went up for a day back in March to, like, help her out in the studio and do some social media stuff for her. And I just, like being in Nashville just does not make me happy. Like just driving around <laughs> and trying to get there. And I paid $25 for four hours of parking. That's I, oh, you got a deal. I literally nah, left and was just like, I'm never complaining about public parking in Chattanooga ever, ever again. But like, I was, just, it just made me so irritated. Like I was sitting. How at do a, all those bachelorettes afford to park there? Right. <laughs> I went, right. Their new husbands and, like, are paying for it. That's true. And Probably their country club membership, too. Um, but I've, I just remember sitting at a red light and just, like, seeing this, like, crowd of, like, drunk bachelorettes and tourists who, like, didn't know what they were doing. And half of them had selfie sticks and were trying to take selfies while they're trying to cross the damn crosswalk. <laughs> and I'm sitting there in my car just like, oh, my God, go. Yeah, and then I sat there beaches. and, like, I got home and I called my mom and was just like, next time I say I want to go to Nashville for a day, just... Just, just say don't. <laughs> but See, I, I, I'm going to Atlanta on Saturday for the Atlanta United versus Orlando City match, and it's at Mercedes Benz, and I'm so excited. Dude, I really want to go to that new stadium. I'm really yeah. that new stadium is sweet. I want to go to a Panthers Falcons game at that new stadium Ooh. this year. I would love to watch the Panthers lose there. <laughs> <laughs> I saw them lose at the old stadium. <laughs> Didn't the. Uh, <laughs> Never mind, that was in Nashville. But did the Raiders and Titans lots play this past weekend? This past weekend, yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Isn't that the game we were trying to go to in August? No, we were trying to go to the second preseason game, which was Panthers-Titans. Because I'm a Panthers fan. Oh, so, uh, okay. Which is unfortunate. For some reason, I it thought is. you liked the Raiders. No. No, I'm, then he'd be. Then he'd like a team that stood a chance. <laughs> Barely. Derek Carr isn't fucking around anymore. No. You'll, you'll make fun of me when I say what I'm I'm a Texans fan I'm a Colts fan Oh and y'all just the got Texans. beat real bad The Texans yeah. lost to the Jags this weekend I know So hard by the Rams No one got hurt worse than the Colts losing to the new LA Rams No not new they were there last year the no, they LA. weren't. No, they, this is their first year. That's their first year. Okay. Oh, the, the LA yeah. The right LA Rams. Oh, my uh, God. We got and, um, hurt. Oh, God. Who's their uh, – Jared Goff or whoever their quarterback yeah. is? Shit, we were talking about football. The LA Rams. So is their team just made of, like, shit since this is their first year? <laughs> no, well, like, the do way – they just get a shit draft pick, and is that how that works when you're, like, a new oh. NFL team? No, no, they weren't that moved. bad because Jared Jared Goff was pre- he was a first round pick, wasn't he? Uh, I don't know, but they. I only watched the first round. Of the they game. hurt the Colts bad. It was like what forty six to three or something. It was bad. It was bad. it was. I, I didn't bother to pay attention. It was bad. I didn't uh, see how the Jets did, Tanner. I'm sorry. I'll start watching yeah. their games. Maybe the Jets. Yeah. Yeah, that's. Uh, 
I, I elected uh, last year because I just learned how to play football <laughs> maybe in like 2015. I'm still figuring a, it out. I, I know. had a general idea, and then 2015 really laid out the rules. The Jets and Patriots. Oh, screw the Patriots. Only And the only reason I give a shit about the Patriots is the person that taught me how football works was a fan of the Patriots. So I just, like, through that season was, like, cheering on the Patriots as I learned how football worked. So no. just That's naturally. Yeah, I'm not a huge fan. Like, I don't really give a shit about the Patriots. I don't really give a shit about football in general. But I chose last year. I'm going to give a shit about, the, it. about, the, uh, the, about Jets. the Jets. I That's would right. not be surprised if they go 1-15 this year. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> uh, they're not the Browns. I mean, they could go like... <laughs> but I'm also They could go 3-12. and 12. The te- yeah, Or the Eagles. I like the Eagles because I like that Mark Wahlberg movie. The Texans are like leader of the Invincible. special egg class in the AFC South. It's like, yeah, the they're the AFC best in general. They're the best in that division, but like that's not a high bar to set. I was gonna yeah. say the AFC South ain't that strong. It's no, it it used to be. Even even JJ Watt in his post game presser was just like he was just pissed. Like there there are very few things that I think make JJ Watt that angry, and y- you could tell he just looked like pissed off to be there. Nerds See, is one of them. Kate officially knows more about football than I don't even know who the fuck JJ motherfucking Watt is. <laughs> quarterback of the Texans and has done a uh, shit ton. No, of he's not a quarterback. He's a, right, defensive he's a defensive end. Defensive end. And has done a shit ton of relief work for that hurricane. Yeah, he, he started like, just like a random it wasn't a GoFundMe, it was like a you caring or something like that, just and was gonna raise like a hundred thousand dollars for Hurricane Harvey relief and he like posted it on his social media mm-hmm. and it blew up and he just kept setting new goals and would be like, Okay, we got a hundred thousand, let's go five hundred thousand and then they hit a million and he just kept going up and up and up and it's like last I checked it was thirty one million dollars. Holy Jesus. Shit. Yeah. See I figured he'd just go down there, pick up houses and move them to dry land. <laughs> He's a big they dude, gotta, They got to find the dry land first. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Oh. They soon? could just go to Florida. No. No. <laughs> Can't go there. Un- circling back, do not get me started on the Texans quarterback situation. I would do- love <laughs> No. Is it why the- how they traded away Osweiler just to get rid of him to the Browns so badly? No, they- it's because they had Tom Savage and, like, number – he was a top ten pick, Deshaun Watson, and freaking Bill O'Brien – who, like, I respect, started Tom Savage, who he's had for, like, three years, hasn't started him once, but you have Deshaun Watson, who won the college national title at Clemson, <laughs> and then you start Tom Savage over Deshaun Watson, and... Yep. Tanner, you need to start watching football. Evidently, yeah. I've got no dog in I mean, side. at least you sort of had something going on. We just have our pill-popping owner who basically wants our... A generational talent murdered to the point where they've been putting off Andrew Luck's shoulder surgery for give or take two years. Yeah. Not like his entire career depends on him throwing a football, (laughs) but it does, and he can because his shoulder's fucked up. They've just been making it worse. He got I wouldn't even. On I I wouldn't even. I would pick him up out of pity, like not even thinking to play him, but. (laughs) 
Well, it's you can have him. See, like you guys know bastard. all about football and have like all these background narratives. We auto drafted like, our fantasy, but team. I can watch the the game on game day, mm-hmm. and it's like, God, oh, I got the balls going to send the field, that in the field. People There's nothing wrong points. with that. No, Taylor, I, but I don't have all this background knowledge. It's so more like, fun to talk smack if you know more background. It knowledge. Is, that's what I'm talking. I'm 100 sure with you. The game knowledge. itself, it takes forever. It's nothing but reviewing replays. Yeah. They take four hours to play an hour-long game. Yes. It's not even about that. It's going into the office on Monday and just losing your mind and hating on your team. <laughs> yeah. And then talking shit to other people. Like, now that I know you're a Texans fan, I'll just... I'll both trash talk your team and mostly mine for being just shitty. God, they're <laughs> shit. They lost to the goddamn Rams, a joke of a franchise that up and moved because their greedy fucking owner who has his own special circle in hell, Dean fucking Spanos. He <laughs> took him to L.A. because they didn't need to go. Ripped off the Dodgers logo. Seriously. <laughs> oh, and the Chargers moved from San Diego to... Oh, so that, that's what I was thinking of. Also uh, LA, yeah. yeah. I was thinking uh, Stan What's-His-Nuts went from uh, St. Louis. I, I'm i sorry, we've got too many teams in L.A. now. I keep yeah. getting them confused. L.A. has so many... Prepa- they have the Rams, the Chargers... Um, they have a hockey team. They have two the Lakers. Teams. They, they went from like zero two to two. Baseball teams. They have two pro football teams yep. and multiple baseball teams. Yep. Yeah. And what? if you looked at that stadium uh, at the at the Rams hockey. game, that's not that's not a it's not like they need two football teams. I mean, that thing was mostly. So they've empty. got two stadiums. Yeah. The whole deal. I think they're sharing a stadium. Aren't I don't they? know. It's fucking retarded. Yeah, it's retarded. <laughs> yeah. So with it's the Raiders, the Oakland Raiders that are moving to Vegas, right? Looks like yep. it. Yeah. Yeah. So Mark Haircut well, Davis has taken them to Vegas. Yeah. Will that just leave no football team in the greater San Francisco Bay Area? Well, you got the 49ers, 49ers. but they're oh, not yeah, in San the Francisco 49ers. anymore. Right. They're in somewhere that's an hour away, right? But they're still the San Francisco 49ers. Yeah. The same way the Redskins aren't the PG County Redskins. Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah, they're in Landover. Yeah, the Landover Redskins. Uh. Let's see. In my office, Geist. let's see. We have a Panthers fan, a Bruce. 49ers fan, eh. me, a Texans fan, mm. a, like, kind of a Redskins fan, Ugh. and I think that's, that's it. We might have is. one more thrown in there somewhere, but I have a personal vendetta against Redskins fans. Me too. Not as much as Redskins <laughs> fans. <laughs> so I went Or to- Redskins. Oh, oh, yeah, I made it racist there. Yeah, <laughs> hey, I'm part not, Cherokee. I, not more I than the, say like every so white person. You're part Cherokee. Yeah. <laughs> so I went to college in Virginia, and literally everyone I knew who was from Virginia claimed to be a Redskins fan. And some of them were, like, true Redskins fans who, like, followed it every year were, like, fans no matter what. Mm. And so many of the other ones were just fans when they, were fans. Doing, yeah. when they were doing well. And, like, when they had Robert Griffin III. Fan. Yeah, yeah, he played, like, two full games. That's because they put a target on his knee and thought, how quickly can we kill this thing? <laughs> yeah, pretty <laughs> much. I, I will never forget. I saw, like, one of the best things I've ever seen on the Internet after... And it, it was horrible timing. It was after one of RG3's many injuries. And it had him, like, throwing. And it said RG3 and out. And I was like, yes! <laughs> I sent it to all my Redskins, friend, Redskins fan friends. And was like, I am not sorry about this. <laughs> and then 
a couple weeks or whenever it was Matt Schaub got thrown out and the Texans just died. Not that I really like Matt Schaub that much anyway, but hang on, let's not to interrupt the football talk, but let's uh let's talk about this beer for a minute. All right, which, Foothills which, Jade. Which, is that yeah, the one the I just Jade. I believe this is one you can see around. I've seen this one before. Yeah, I've yeah, seen Yeah, you can get this yeah. one down here. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's you got flavor foot, text. Yeah, you can get Foothills down here too. Yeah. Including Jade. Riverside Wine and Spirits. Jade, exotic jewel of the Orient. I didn't know you could still say that, but <laughs> <laughs> now a gem of an IPA. Bold citrusy Pacific jade hops lend striking tropical fruit notes and a hint of peppery finish to this easy drinking IPA. Dry hop additions of Chinook and Citra add a heady aroma and bold flavor. A special beer to charm the hop lover in you. Go ahead, get jaded. 7.4, SRM 4.1, IBUs 86. All right. Okay, I don't have Chinook this one yet. still sounds like something racist. I still think it sounds racist. <laughs> so it's like me. Eskimo. I like yeah. how you can get away with saying the Orient, but you can't say Oriental. It doesn't make sense to me. Let's talk about being PC for a minute, kids. <laughs> so wait, I didn't, I think this I didn't has come know this. Up so wait, you can't say like, oh, they're Oriental. No. But you can say <laughs> they're from the Orient. Well, cans, I mean, they got it on the fucking bottle. Well, yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, you shouldn't take your political <clears throat> and, correctness from a beer bottle. Well, but, that's fine. Yeah. But yes, Tanner, that is my question. Yeah. That is that is what I am unsure about. Why can you say something so from the Orient, but call? if you said that the people from the Orient are uh, They'll be are closed Orient. down their East Coast. Oh, let's yeah. leave them a message. I don't. I honestly don't know. Someone have to be like, "Hey, this is Tanner from Brew Chat." You're on Brew Chat. We tried. Why, to, uh, we no. just want to know why you all. No, we tried to get someone live on the phone before, and it didn't work out. Hold on. First, we can't just immediately call them. We have to figure out if it's racist to say it's from the Orient. Well, right. that's what I'm saying. Let's call them and ask them. Well, obviously they don't think so because they printed well, that, it on the label. That's what I want to know. They're not going to be like, "Oh, it's totally racist." That's why we put it on there. No. Yeah. I, well, but maybe. Maybe they, they just own up to it, but they I doubt it. Say that. I doubt it. I doubt it. They obviously don't think it is racist. I'm curious as to why. I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm curious. more curious as to why they don't think it's racist necessarily, whether it is or isn't. I'm more curious as to why it's less racist to say from the Orient than to say Oriental. Yeah. I don't know. It means the same fucking thing. But On like my said, grandfather's sure social security card, they had when they listed races very differently, and they had things like white, Indian, Oriental, I think colored, and na- and like Native American, but there was no Hispanic. So when you were drafted in World mm-hmm. War II, there was not an option for you, they didn't even go the politically incorrect catch-all Mexican, <laughs> <laughs> which I, I would have thought they would have done the forties. But no, it's there's nothing on there for south of the border. They had Oriental as an option for your race. I remember one time when I was younger. I don't know. I don't know. I think that's just a Tennessee thing. So you guys may not have had to do this, but I'm sure you had some equivalent. It was a big test you got to take each year. Here it's called TCAP, and then it changed to Terra Nova for oh, a while. We had, in Georgia, we called them the... We had the SATs. The GCAP. <laughs> no, What's we called now? them the EOCTs, the end-of-course test. Yeah, it was just basically to make sure the school 
it didn't matter what you made on it grade wise. It was more of an evaluation for the school to make sure they were teaching what they needed to be teaching so they could get accreditation. Okay. Mm -hmm. I feel Mm -hmm. like we did something like that, but I can't remember the name. And like it fucked up the whole teaching week. Yeah. The kids were only taking tests. They would let you. You were only, it was a whole bunch of shit just to pass the test. Like it wasn't. I I sort of remember taking some of them. Mostly middle I school. Where I, I don't know about high that, school. But they made us take these stupid T-caps. I can't remember what I was going to follow up I that took with, one. But. You just reminded me, Tanner. I took one of those things in, like, fourth or fifth grade. I think it was fifth grade. Yeah. And uh, it was, like, it wasn't for, like, placement or something. But it was, like, an aptitude sort of yeah, test. Yeah, no. It, yeah. it doesn't I, affect the student yeah, at they all. Had, it's purely just so the state can evaluate the school to make yeah. sure that they are teaching what they're right. supposed to be teaching. And fucking, oh, what was her name? Lisa Ortiz and I got, like, smartest kids in the school, and we got our names on, like, a plaque. Nice. So somewhere in Virginia, Bel Air, Bel Air Elementary in were Dale City, Virginia. Du- were you the Fresh Prince of Bel Air? I was. <laughs> I was. I listened to that at work today, too. Nice. It was not in West Philadelphia. Or Bel Air, California. It was in <laughs> Dale City, Virginia, near Manassas. But um, yeah, Lisa Ortiz, Jared Miller, smartest. I remember in the where class. I was going. Why I was saying that. All right, was good. I, I'm glad congrats I on your bought you some. You peaked in fourth grade. In, in fourth that, grade, yeah, fourth, fifth grade. Is I remember taking those tea caps in second, third, fourth grade at some point, and I remember them because uh, that was like the earliest I can remember having to fill out a proper like bubble in. Yeah, Scantron. With my name and shit like that. Yeah, where you got to put your numbers and all this. And they had a race section. And at that time, they had white and Caucasian huh. on there. And I remember, I, like, as a third or fourth grader, like, That's it confused the shit out yeah. of me. And I remember asking my teacher every year, like, am I white or Caucasian? Like, Right. And I, to this day, I don't even know what they meant by putting both those on there. Like, I don't know what the difference would be. Yeah, I'm not sure. The sm- they were just trying to figure out, like, and then, who the smart enough white kids were to know what Caucasian Well, and then also, uh, like, taking into <laughs> account that this was, like, middle of nowhere elementary school, like, super rural area. We had no black kids at all in the entire, like, K through fourth, or K through third grade elementary school. We had no black kids at all i don't remember us having any asians and we had a couple of mexican kids so it was like very secluded rural elementary school and then so i i didn't know if those two were related with them not having a or only had like they didn't only have caucasian white they had other races but i always thought it was weird that they had had both both of those yeah Yeah, that's strange I, i don't know what the difference would be like a half-ass attempt to be politically correct. Are you white if you're blonde or redheaded and then Caucasian with brown hair? No idea. I have no idea. Don't know. Yeah. And honestly, who the fuck cares? Yeah, who cares? Who not white people. Cares? Not yeah. Caucasians. Who the fuck cares? Dude, something gets care. me. Like, Caucasians? Probably. This isn't something we would normally talk about in here, white. but I'm going to venture into I'm it Caucasian. since our 100th episode. Is like, so, oh, boy. Um, <laughs> which, let's crack open this last beer. We're going there. Let's do it. Um, no, it's like, and I'm not headed towards the tra- transgender ba- debate. That's what this is going to sound like. It's not. Actually, I was thinking racist, but uh, keep uh, going. But, okay. <laughs> but, uh, you, well, now I'm hooked. All right, yeah, continue. Well, Entertain like me, you, Tanner. Uh, <laughs> I was thinking about this the other day, and I and I know this probably comes off as like ignorant, but 
you can be transgendered and feel like, okay, I, I've grown, I've lived my life as a man, but I've realized all of a sudden, like, and I've thought about the past couple of years, I don't think I'm a man. Like, I, right. I need to live my life as a woman. You don't hear about people doing that with cultures or races. Uh, Rachel Dolezal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wait, who's this? Oh, oh. She, yeah, that's a thing. Oh, this you've got some... This was a few years ago. Okay. Uh, maybe like a year ago. You've got some fun interneting after this show. <laughs> okay. She uh, uh, coined the term transracial. Yeah. She was ah. a white woman who decided... It's, it's a fascinating thing of... She spent years cultivating word. an identity as a black woman. And, and she's white or oh yeah oh yeah she's yeah super white yeah white is the driven snow but thanks to <laughs> tanning and you know creams and uh honestly her hair game was on point you can't falter for that <laughs> on is. fleek would you say I no i would not only her eyebrows uh, no but she um masqueraded as a woman of color and then once ex- was like leader of like an nd and a naacp we've had a lot of beers uh chapter in seattle and then upon being outed as a white woman with her white parents and her blonde hair, blue eyed photos from childhood. That's her. Straight up. Whoa. Like, she, she, she went hard and was like, nope, uh, I'm, I'm black. Uh, you can't tell me I'm white. Yeah. I believe I'm black. And in, you know, today's racially and politically charged climate, that went over. I'm surprised you hadn't hear, heard about it because that went over about as well as you can imagine. Yeah. And if you're this in the, is what she used to look if like. If you're in the mood Whoa. for a little bit of schadenfreude, I would highly recommend uh, looking no, up I'm some stories on her. No, I'm going to read up about this lady because this is exactly what it didn't I was go well the other day. It did not no, go this well. Is, it did, was rough. No, you just hit the nail and on I the And I couldn't stop head. watching it. Or oh, like, me either. No, this is nail on the head of what I was thinking about. Like, I mean, I'm talking, I was just, this is a very early thought. I've not researched into it. It's popped into my cerebellum about two, three days ago. And uh, so, no, I've not heard of this lady, and I'm going to have to research her. But so, wait, so she had s- surgery? Nope. Nope. No. Just so, tanned a lot and teased her hair out. She a lot and teased her hair. Mm-hmm. Okay. And she then, didn't do, like, the, the pigment augmentation yeah. or whatever. Yeah, no hormones, mm-hmm. no psychological counseling, none of all that stuff you go through when you're, like, transitioning between genders. Just decided mm-hmm. she was... A black woman, but on paper and otherwise, uh, could reap all the benefits of being a white person. So again, that went about as well as you probably think it did. When and really, what's the difference? And for lack of a better way to put it, because people know exactly what I'm talking about, but wiggers, right? You know, like these. We all know them because. Yeah. Well, the difference is we all know they're white. Right, yeah. they are white. Yeah, but, well, and the, that breed of people is generally a different. Like she's, I mean, I've not heard her speak. I've not seen her right. speak or anything. But she looked like she could be a classy lady. Like she was well spoken. And I've again, I've only seen pictures of her. Generally, when you're taking a wigger type person of that class, they, it's some trashy white guy. Right. You know. Now, right, and there's a couple things. Um, number one, when you're like, you're white. Yeah. They know that. And they're right. like, yeah. They, they're like, someone like that's not like, no, I'm definitely African. Yeah. Like, because they may be goofy at times, but they're not pathologically insane. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. people were like, you're white. And Rachel Dolezal's like, 
no, I'm not. And her parents are like, yeah, she is. And the picture okay. from her kid is like, yeah, she is. And she's yeah. like, no, I'm not. And then they're like, yeah, you are. And then, like, black people, the, the other NAACP chapters are like, no, you're not. And everyone in the world is like, no, you're not. And she's like, well, I'm transracial. And at that point, the white people were like, we're out. And right. the black people were like, oh, fuck no. And I'm at my computer just eating my popcorn like Michael Jackson in that yeah. gift going, oh, God, I, sh- I got my, like, fingers splayed over my eyes and my whole hand in front of my face going, God, I should look away. I can't believe but I can't stop. I can't. Bitch. I'm surprised. You know why you that. haven't heard of her? Because that was news for about a week, and yeah. then everything like two just weeks. moved on. Oh, okay. Big fucking deal. No, in you the know, millions and billions of years though, the Earth or? has been around. Who this fucking was, cares about her? Okay. Well, because it was fascinatingly bad. I, is that's why. I it is. I hate start shit like that. I hate shit like that. And then shit got worse, as it tended to do in 2016. And that's when it. And then everyone forgot about it and moved on. Yeah. But because, then she got a book deal well, and it came back. You can run into all sorts of weird, and I'm not making any comparisons here on any side of the fence, but like there's body dysmorphic disorder, which is where like I just decide like I don't need this arm for right, whatever reason. But you know, it, it's along the same, it's off the same interstate exit. It sort of is, except those yeah. people are generally like, no, nah, I've gone to a doctor and a psychologist and like, you know, sort of, there, there's like a medical angle and they're like, it might, like, there's an awareness of it might yeah. not be right, but I should be blind. Like that one woman who blinded herself. Yeah. She's like, I felt like I should be blind. And I went to all kinds of doctors and tried to like get out of this funk, but it just wasn't working. Versus again, like the transracial person who's like, yeah. no, it's all, no, I didn't need to talk to anyone. It's just, it's always been this way. And uh, only God can judge me. Well, kudos for that confidence, I guess. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It seems like it's really just a cry for attention, and she's doing it because she knows she can get away with it because everyone's super fucking PC, Mm -hmm. and no one can be like, no, you're fucking stupid and trying to pull the wool over everyone's eyes. No, except everyone was. That was the beauty of it. And she did it anyway, and as you said, now she has a book deal, and people are paying attention to her again. No, it's once she was... she stealthily did this thing was outed no one let her back into the community like she wrote a book and people are buying it yes and that's the part i, I guess i don't know you're someone has that's to what I she guess. wanted she wanted to get ousted to write a book exactly she's yeah. she's doing it's, it's do you, all bullshit do you guys think the whole thing to is bring bullshit. this back around to movies here do you guys think within today's crazy climate that tropic could tropic thunder could do what it did with robert downey jr today Ooh. Because I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't. Know have if you they could. seen what to on that? Not on movies, but video games. Have you seen what South Park is doing? No. Oh yeah. Oh, oh with the with the fractured but whole the game. Oh, the difficulty yeah, yeah. slider changes oh, no, your race from white to black. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so like the easiest Ooh. difficulty, your powder puff white, and then like as you go, you get like. Asian, yeah. Mexican, <laughs> Pacific the Islander, harder, yeah. and then just straight up. It's bl- not that like you're selecting your, sin- your skin color. It's that you're selecting the game's difficulty. And it's in the game. They haven't said exactly what it is. It doesn't affect combat, but 
no. NPC interactions are going to be completely different, like, the darker you go. Yeah. That's kind of interesting, though. It's, very it's, interesting. it's a bold step, and yeah. I gotta I, I gotta respect them for being, like, yeah. not using it as a hidden mechanic. Like, it's in the tutorial. Like, yeah. Carmen's voice is like, yeah. uh, you're gonna, you're just gonna have a harder time if you play that way. Something yeah, that, you some, black. Yeah. yeah. Like, Something that is People are gonna treat though, you differently. I don't think, there might be a couple different dialogue options, but I don't think it works the same with male and female characters, which I think is pretty uh. interesting. Uh, don't quote me on that, because it's fucking yeah, South Park, yeah. so... I wouldn't be surprised if they made being a woman also harder. Right, yeah. You want, like, a, an extra difficulty modifier, maybe. I don't know. But I'm, I have I'm interested to see what the reactions I have are from, like, random so NPCs. I'll, I'll like, because, sure Lord, they just need to make everything harder for women. Like, yeah. will, will shops <laughs> charge you more money? Like, will... If if buses are your travel mode, will they like might not, not let, even you, let on? you inside? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, that's... I have no idea. I'm gonna have to play two different games. But yeah, I have it. I have it pre-ordered. So once I get it, I'll go through it and uh, I'll. You have report to report my findings. Yeah. yeah, that'd be the most fun research project ever. It's gonna be great. <laughs> I can't wait. Let's talk about this beer. This is the this is the Foothills Oktoberfest. Yeah, yeah this, this is pretty I good. I wanted us to. I saw this one in there, and I wanted us to save this one until last purposefully because this officially marks. The hilltop of we are into Oktoberfest beers now. They came out maybe about a month ago. We've been dodging them. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, I mean, they popped up at Riverside a while ago. I've purposely not been grabbing them because it hasn't felt. This last week has felt like fall. End of July is too early for fucking Oktoberfest. Yeah, beers. it is. And then this last week has finally felt like fall, thanks to uh, Irma. Yeah. And I don't think this will stick around, but hopefully this cool air will stick around. It's not supposed to. The weather this yeah. morning said it was going to be back, back in like the 80s 80th. this weekend. Yeah, I could see that. But even even Southern Brewers Festival end of August is too hot Yeah, and too early for Oktoberfest. They had quite a few Oktoberfest down there, yeah. and it's way too hot for Oktoberfest beers at that time. Like, Which, again, piggybacks on the point that we've made a billion times on here is why the fuck do we not have a fall? We got a fall wine thing. Why don't we have a fall beer festival? All of Just our beer switch festivals. the two. It'll be great. Like, yeah. Yeah. We also don't have a food festival, so let's make that happen, too. Yeah. I've harped on that before. Let's do it, or me and Kate are going to do it. I'm so, in. Somebody in Chattanooga do it. Um, and then get me to help with it. Yeah. Let's just do it, man. Let's just make just it happen. Take We're going to fucking the do it right yeah. now. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. Shia LaBeouf style. Just do it. Nike, Nike that yeah. shit. Just do it. Uh, but yeah, so this is the Foothills Oktoberfest. It's malty like a good Oktoberfest. Yeah. It's a nice solid Oktoberfest. The guy in the picture looks like he's having a good time riding the keg. It's like, I uh, I don't know. It's weird for me to have to shift into Oktoberfest mode. So I, I feel like I can't give a good representation of this beer. I like Oktoberfest. They're, I don't want to say safe because that also makes them seem boring. Mm-hmm. But... They're on the maltier side. They're easy drinking. They're not like super heavy. It's a good fall beer. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's getting you. It's getting you ready beer. for the dark beers to come in yeah. winter. Did we get the flavor text on this one already? I don't, I don't think, think so. we did. So, yeah. Prince Ludwig was a Ludwig. man of the Ludwig. people. Yeah, Ludwig. <laughs> uh, which is why, when he married in 1810, he yeah. invented the entire town of Munich. <laughs> He invited, invited the town. He invented. He invited. It's 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 black town here. It's black font on a dark green background. So it's kind of he tisk, invited tisk the Who's entire your town of Munich. 
Thus, Oktoberfest was born, along with the sweet, dark amber lager that has become the namesake of that annual celebration. Uh, ours stays true to the classic style, with notes of toasted bread and, to- and roasted almonds. Yep. Prost, 5.8%. Prost. SRM 30.1, IBU 42. Okay, I get the bread in there. Yep. Yeah, it's very pretzels. bready. Multi, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, kind of like pretzels. Which is great for an Oktoberfest. Which remind me, when we're done recording, I had a brilliant idea for flavor text. You guys can't hear it, though. Yeah, no, just, it's just a secret for idea it's for It's exclusive. Right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very bready, very malty. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I know Oktoberfest <laughs> don't have to be pumpkin beers, but it just, I associate it, it with pumpkin. I like pumpkin beers. I like the taste no, of No, they pumpkin. come out, like, in tandem, mm-hmm. but they shouldn't be pumpkin beers. No. I would like to see a fusion of some kind, though. Mm. Yeah. yeah, like a bready pumpkin I'm beer. I'm going to find one of those for our Oktoberfest episode. A fusion. Now, actually, I've been, I've been saying that. I don't know what the base recipe is generally for a pumpkin beer. It could be Oktoberfest. Yeah. I think it's just you take a base recipe for a beer and add pumpkin to so it. You take but an you, Oktoberfest. Because you can have like pumpkin. a pumpkin stout. I've seen those. You yeah. Know, like pumpkin, pumpkin porter is the same thing. But, you know, pumpkin pale. Yeah. Or like, you know... Yeah, who designed this? You don't put dark text on a dark background. It's hard to read, right? And the uh, the kerning is really, though. really down there. The letters are super close together. Oh, the kerning. Yeah. yeah, whatever. Well, I'm about ready to wrap this up. We've hit two hours. Yeah, we've been it's talking. It's a 100th episode it's special. A, yeah, it's yeah. our 100th episode, so I figured. Uh, we made a lot of beers. Yeah. Thanks, Kate. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, thank you, Kay, for bringing us these tasty beers that we for can't sure. get here. Shout out to my dad for having a really good taste in beer. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to Kate's dad. <laughs> Shout out to Kate's dad. And then uh, I want to thank you guys for listening for 100 episodes. I'm sure you've not listened to all 100 except you, Brian. I haven't even listened <laughs> to uh, <laughs> But yeah, thank you guys. Thank you, Brian. Thank everybody else that's tuned in. And we hope to have another 100 and then another 100 after that. Yeah. Yeah. And Let's uh, do it. yeah, you guys got anything to add before we close out here? Thank you, Riverside Wine and Spirits, yeah, for yeah, providing for, us with yeah. beers for 100 Seriously. episodes. Yeah, they've been they've been yeah. killing it. Since like episode 12 or something, they've been helping us out. Yeah, so. definitely. Yeah, Jordan has been super great, and everybody down there. Uh, thanks to also Beverage World, mm-hmm. because they've been supplying our brewing supplies for me yeah. down. Yeah. And uh, thanks for the Untitled Nerd we- Network for sending me to Wizard World this past yeah. weekend, <laughs> and uh, for allowing me to win a fifty dollars Amazon gift card on top yeah. of that. So. Stacks on stacks. Yeah. yeah. Thanks yeah. to the whole Barley Mob for helping us out with our home brewing, Chattanooga's mm-hmm. home brewing club. Yeah. If you're into making beer, join them. Fun group of people. Well, cool. What about you, Kate? You good? Or you got anything? I'm good. Good. Thanks to Kate for well, these yeah. awesome uh, fucking brownies that yeah, she bought. Yeah, thank you for these. These bourbon brownies. These yeah. bourbon brownies, yeah, birthday, birthday cake. cake thing. And thank you for the beers. And this has been a great Circle Jerk. <laughs> and a great Thanks for the Circle episode. Jerk. And uh, so we will see you guys next time. Later. I wanted to congratulate the Brew Chat crew on hitting their milestone 100th episode. It is an incredible public service that these fine humans provide. The amount of misinformation and foolishness is unmatched in the industry. Despite not being recognized by Cityscape Magazine as an existing entity, they soldier on with their mission to educate themselves and their audience about beer, media, and this fine city. 
While I cannot in good conscience endorse the opinions expressed in any episode that I am not personally involved with, I respect the efforts of all involved. Cheers to Brew Chat. Long may she reign. <laughs>